Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Uh, cool. Done, though. We're back with another episode of Rare Talks. Don't forget to like, subscribe. You get me? Hold tight, man, like ads behind the camera, doing the editing, everything, putting in the work as usual. Also, don't forget to check us out on the Spotify, yeah? Stream up that. We've got exclusive content on there that you haven't seen before or heard before, sorry. Anyway, today now, this one is a game changer. You get me? We've got a super, 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 super special guest. You get me? Like, godfather of the whole game, pioneer, entrepreneur, community leader, Introduce yourself, my brother. Bless you, Fen. Greetings in the presence of the Almighty Creator of heaven and earth and the universe and all that there is therein. You know, we've got to give him up the credit. Yeah. For those who don't know, my name is Asher Senator, the lyrics trafficker from Africa. Jeez. <laughs> and um, yeah, I'm really pleasured and honoured that you invited me to be on your pod today. Oh, come on, Ash, man. Thank you That's normal, bro. Like, you're you're a pillar of our community. You get me? Bless you. Bless you, fam. Yeah, man. So how you been, man? How's everything going on? I'm good, you know. I'm good regarding the situation, especially regarding the situation with this COVID and and all these lockdowns and vaccinations and, and on and on and on. Yeah, so I just give thanks that, you know, we're fighting the fight same way. Yeah. We're walking the road same way, yeah. driving the car same way. That's right. Yeah. And man's still got the energy and the, the strength to breathe. And you get That's me? right. Still got the energy and the yeah. strength. Even though many or some have passed along the way, some great people like UK Principal, you know, artists. And, you know, actually tears came to my eyes for that one because, you know, he used to send me all his gigs in Europe right up to when lockdown came. Mm. So for him, you know, He's a representative of this, man. So bless his soul, man. Yeah, RIP and condolences to all his family as well. Yes, you thank you. And yes. all the other fallen soldiers as well. Yes, that's saying? right. Yeah. All the way, fully, fully. Yeah, man. So, Ash, yeah, well, let's do, let's start, man. So, um, you grew up in South London, didn't it? That's right. Yeah, grew up in South. Yeah, so... Born in Guyana. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, all right, yeah. let's start. So, cool, you were <laughs> born in Guyana. Yeah, born in Guyana. Mm. Um, Georgetown, Guyana. Yeah. And we came by a boat over here, so... When they used to tease us at school, in primary school, and that yeah. about uh, we came over by banana boat, I used to think, "What? Did you know I came by a boat or something?" <laughs> like, how do you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, but on a real tip, yeah, it's, we came by boat. I came here when I was two, had my third birthday on the boat. Wow! So I remember we docked at Southampton. Yeah. So, yeah, man, and um, 
from there, my dad had left before to get work in England. Okay. And so from Guyana. Yeah. So when we came here, I didn't even know what my dad looked like. And he, he apparently approached me at the airport and said, do you know who I am? I was like, no. Yeah. And that's where I met my dad again. Wow. Um, and yeah, and stepped into this place right in the heart of South in Clapham. Boom. Yeah. Land. Boom. And then that was it. Boom. That was it. Right. On. So um, how, how was it growing up in like, um, South London, because obviously South London's a rough place. And you got up in Clapham, isn't it? Yes, right in Clapham there. And um, I remember being at home. I don't know, I must have reached about six, six, seven-ish. Because I think prime, um, what's school before primary? Like nursery. Nursery. Yeah, yeah. I, I think before that, I wasn't at nursery or anywhere. So a guy knocked the door one day and he's like, when I opened the door, he's like, where's your mum? So she's upstairs and called her down. He said, this guy's meant to be at school. Mm. he's old enough to be at school. So when I went to school, I was already missed a year of schooling. Okay. So I went in, I just um, joined then in a school called Lark Hall in Clapham. Okay, is and that yeah. school still about now? It's still about now. Yeah. yeah, I see it because funnily enough, I'm sure we'll get to it soon, yeah. but where we operate our studios from in Clapham, it's just two corners away from the school. So like a journey around the world and then right back on the manor with our studios. It's amazing. Mm. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it was amazing because I have to be serious. There wasn't many black people around at that time. On my road, there was maybe my family at number two. Mm. Forty-two was my gran. Yeah, and her family across the road. We had Brick, Eric, my yeah. brethren from school, yeah. and one more you up the road, and that was it. But we didn't see each other like that, so it wasn't that time of any black thing or anything like that. It was football or or whatever. And, um, yeah, that's what it was. They bless another man's soul, Big Winston, who passed early days. Yeah. But Big Winston, a black guy, I remember looking out my window as a youth, yeah. watching and all the white guys with him, and he used to take off his top, and he used to let them stick him with pins. That's how tough he was. Whoa. And they used to, oh, I used to watch him at my window, and they used to stick him with pins, Big Winston. No way. Yeah, he was incredible. What was he, man. that crazy? Or something like that? He, he was just strong. Yeah. He could take it and Muscle just handle man. pins, just boom, boom, and they're all sticking him, and he just takes it and I was like wow yeah and funnily enough when we grew up and and started being around the place I used to link with Big Winston okay. and and he, he remembered me from a little kid so it was nice you know yeah yeah and um so yeah like you said there weren't a lot of um like black people in the community at that time oh. so how was it was it was it did you feel like it was a bit like red was there racism going on or anything like that well I didn't know about racism and that I didn't know what it was actually because I wasn't brought up in a way to be taught about black power black history or anything i was mm. just brought up as a young man brought up um with a family wanting better but we're going through what we're going through yeah. um we shared a one room and you just, we used to put the wardrobe in the middle so my mum and dad would be in their bed mm. and me and my big cousin would be behind the wardrobe in our bed in the one room so that's how we grew okay. and you know i used to go to local school and they you know they had songs for us things like um Nigger, nigger, pull the trigger, bang, bang, bang. What? Yeah, them things we I went to school and was sang to me. Things like, um, they used to call us rubber lips. But because I knew no better, I used yeah. to go to school and I, I, would, I would just close my lips yeah. and walk into school because I don't want to get called rubber lips today. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, you know, and used to try, I used to want to be not that kind of black. I wanted to fit in. 
So hence things like when Tarzan, you used to worship Tarzan. Imagine Tarzan's in Africa yeah. and killing <laughs> killing our Africans. And we're like, yeah, man, do this yeah, thing. Like, yeah. Imagine that. Yeah. Just really brought up in a different way. Yeah, so that was that. But I was so intrigued by football. Okay. And I, I went really crazy on football. Football was my thing. You're a Tottenham man, isn't it? Yeah, I don't, I don't like to say it. Yeah. I remember, I don't forget. Yeah, yeah I, I have. Yeah. i done an interview on YouTube mm. um, and she asked me, what team do I support? And I wouldn't tell her, you know. Is it? Yeah, you oh, just knew I wrote, so I wouldn't have told you. you know what I mean? Yeah, It's all right, it's cool, yeah. it's cool. It's not a hidden thing, it's just mm. that I won't really say it. Sometimes you lose fans. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because a lot of men don't really like, yeah, like yeah. certain teams and they go off you just it's because true. you support someone. It's Especially so serious. Especially like your age as well because a lot of people are connected yeah. to firms and that, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So you see, mm. that's what I'm saying because like, mm. you were saying the football. So growing up and then the racism. First, like, how did that make you feel as well though? Like when you're going to school and people like calling you like saying them, them nasty names, how did you feel like? That's the thing. I didn't understand it. Yeah. So that's why I try and be like, um, my lips like this. Yeah. And, and you know what I mean? So I, I wouldn't get called rubber lips. Um, yeah. The best fighter in our, our school was a white guy. I was in primary school. I was about a third year and I must have, someone troubled me or something and I gave him a stranglehold. Yeah. And everyone was, was saying, wow, and they lifted me up and ran me around because I wasn't a fighter, I was yeah. playing football. Yeah. So when I strangled this guy one day, uh, so the best fighter in the school heard about it. Yeah. So it was going around the school that he's going to fight me. He wants me to give him a stranglehold because <laughs> he wants to show the school that he could get out of my stranglehold. Yeah. So he's come down. I remember his full name, you know. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't even want to say it, but, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Stephen yeah. Martin. Look so. at that. Big up Stephen Martin. <laughs> if, you're, if you're about to. If you're about to, you get me. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he came down in the school and all the playgrounds there. I'll never forget. There's certain things in your life that you'll always remember, no matter how young you were. Mm. And, yeah, he came and I said, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Because I know he's going to get mad. Yeah. He's going to get mad. He's the gonna strongest. Wanna, he's, the strong, he's the best fighter in the school, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? And he's older and everything. Yeah. So he, he said, you have to. And I had to do it. So I put him in the stranglehold. My boy was getting red and, and he's getting mad. And he's, my feet are off the ground and he's swinging me round. But he can't get out of this hold. Yeah. So after a while, when I saw how serious he was, I just eased him a little bit and let him come out of the thing. And he's just like, I told you I could get out. But I, I just eased him out oh, because it was, getting ser- it was getting serious so now. So you locked him. I locked him, yeah. man. One thing that we had was that hold, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm sure you must have experienced yeah, yeah, it in yeah, your yeah, life. Yeah, you can't believe your hold. Yeah. And them times you're not training or nothing, is it? Because uh, I didn't know about training them yeah. days. Yeah, and so one thing we've got is a lock. And yeah. when we lock people in that lock, it's, peak. it's over. Yeah, it's peak. It's over. If you want to kill them, it's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, and he became my good friend, obviously, and although he was older. And yeah, so in terms of me understanding why people call me black, bastard and mm. black is, is it okay if i say words like that on the pod it's, how, it's what you went through isn't it it's your yeah. experiences okay. so yeah 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 okay so yeah so for me to go through that i didn't understand it honestly mm. i really didn't understand it. it's when i went to stockholm manor and and where we were based larkel is about i don't know a mile up maybe to oh. stockholm manor school okay. so when i went to stockholm manor i remember um I used to play around in school a lot and I just wanted to do football. So they put me in a low class in Stockholm Manor. Okay. My mum went to the primary school teacher yeah. before we left and said, put my son in a top class. He's very clever. I'm looking at her like, why are you doing this? She's like, put him in a top class. My mum weren't having it. She yeah. said, put him, he, my boy's intelligent, da 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 yeah. So they rejigged that and they put me in the top class. So I went in the top class in Stockholm Manor when I went in. But the rumours of when you start a secondary school is they're going to flush your head down the toilet. <laughs> yeah. All these rumours yeah. of stuff. When we got there, 
I was amazed because I used to like white girls and everything when I was growing up yeah. in primary school. When I went in Stockholm Manor and I saw so many black people, I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't think we were we were in England. Yeah, I didn't see. think black people was in England until right. I went to Stockholm Manor. Yeah. Then I realised, hold on, I'm a black guy. Yeah. And That's then I started right. sitting up for my thing and started feeling good about myself. I said, we're here. Yeah. We're everywhere, you know what I mean? Started liking black women, yeah. you know what I mean? And that's how I felt about it. And I learnt myself from Stockholm Manor. I started knowing who I was from Stockholm Manor School with the amount of black people that was in that school. Mm. Made me know we are in abundance in this and we are powerful, you know? Yeah. It went on from there to, to know, like, obviously I carried on with the football, playing for the school team. But then a programme came out. I don't know if it was what year I was in, year three or so, but I had a couple of white friends, a, a really hardcore white guy, Mickey Englefield, mm. Mickey Engo. I like Mickey, yeah. Mickey, and he, he was in the football team and, and David White and those two white guys, they was in the football team with me, but they we had a love for each other differently. Mm. And um, a programme came out on telly during school time. I wonder if you've heard of it, Roots. Yeah, 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 yeah. We know about Roots, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come that was on, my teacher. proper cultured thing. Now, imagine I didn't know nothing before that to anything. My mum and my dad wasn't about teaching me about blacks my mum worked in um, British gas so she was trying to push me to become this office guy yeah. my dad worked on the buses and my dad would chase you if you didn't pay the fare my dad would <laughs> run you down I, I used to say you take it too serious dad man yeah, loud him because I know I'm going to do that yeah, <laughs> I mean, right. I'm going to run leave a fare but you know so that's the sort of parents I had mm. so Roots taught me where it was coming from I cried and I cried and yeah. I cried you see when I went back to school no disrespect, but I went off people. Mm. I stopped talking to people at school at after Roots. I wouldn't sit next to people no more yeah. because of Roots. I thought, how could you do that to people? Exactly, yeah. It touched me in a bad way. Then it touched a lot of black youths in a big yeah. way because a few schools came together like Henry Fulton, Beaufoy, there's another one, Tulsil few schools came together and came down to Stockholm Manor and they said they're getting all the white people. They're going to get all the white guys and wow. beat them up. So I remember leaving school that day and there's pure war going on and I'm walking and David and Mickey's walking with me. Yeah. And they moved to them. There was pure hatchets and, and machetes about the place and yeah. choppers and things. And they moved towards them. And I saved them. I said, no, nah, they're all right. Yeah. You know, I just had the courage and said they're with me. And yeah. they allowed them. That made them love me even more than two guys. No one could even breathe on me. Yeah. You know what I mean? They really did love me, but I saved their lives that day. Mm. A lot of people got chopped up from, they came in the school, was looking out the window and seeing them chop people and beating people. Yeah. Roots turned a lot of heads. A lot of black people said, what? And they just went against people. And maybe because of, as well, all the, the kids probably in different primary schools, when they, like you said, your experience, mm. they're probably going through that. Then yeah. you're sitting down watching Roots. They get like a wake-up call. You a wake-up like, oh, call. Man ain't having this. We're you not having me? it. Yeah. We can stand up for this. And yeah. we stood up, you know, because I had a, a good friend um, in school, Michael Douglas, black mm. guy, and we used to go f football games together. Like Chel He supported Chelsea, I supported Tottenham. So he'd mm. come to Tottenham with me and I'd go Chelsea with him. Mm. Away games, everything. I've been so many grounds over them times. When I was in secondary school, I went to um, Anfield, um, Aston Villa's ground, Coventry, yeah. Nottingham Forest. When we went to Nottingham Forest... That was scary because you know you know you got River Trent yeah. and they were singing We Hope You Brought Your Swimming Trunks and stuff and I'm like oh my gosh you know what yeah, I mean dash, yeah dash man oh that was scary not in the forest but mm. yeah so Michael Douglas I remember a story he told me his bigger brother when he showed me his paintings when I went around his house mm. he was a, a painter of some he was high level 
And I remember him saying he didn't get a job mm. because they gave someone else a job, a white guy for for the for the artistry. Yeah. But um, and I remember from then that's when it dawned on me. It started more and more that I was harder, and, and people were saying you had to work three times as hard mm. as a white guy to get a job and stuff like that. And that's when it started dawning on me in secondary school. So this is not a play thing. Mm. I started knowing myself more and more. Um, when I used to go football in Tottenham, you know they would call a guy, this big guy, he was one of the Tottenham leaders, a black guy, yeah. they called him Brixton. So when we got talking with him one day, I said, why did I call you Brixton? He said, I don't know, I've never been Brixton. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's so, mad, so, It's because we're the black people in Brixton. Yeah. No so way. you know what I mean? Oh so so we've been through that and then this I started noticing, yeah. I started hanging with a black crew yeah. in, in when I used to go football. So there's a black mob yeah, that was firm and that. Yeah. And so more and more, I became more and more representative of who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm not hiding no more. Yes, my lips are rubber. Mm. And they need to be bigger now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yes, you know what I mean? Nigga, yeah. nigga, pull the trigger. What? Yeah. Which trigger? I was having it now. So I, I represented who I was mm. and I knew, started knowing who I was. Um, yeah, so in Stockholm Manor, that was a an awakening. I remember teachers used to say to me you're not like those guys you run around with yeah. you're going to start wearing hats to school soon and I say miss I'd never wear hats to school yeah. then when I see her a couple of days and I'm starting to wear hats to school now so you're trying to hide the hat and she said I told you mm. I used to get let off of things because the second head ma- headmaster Mr Wilmot yeah. English teacher he would say I'm going to let you off because you're not like this. You're getting led astray. Yeah. They, I used to get they, a little they blind. They saw the potential in you from early. Saw the potential. Mm. You know, with, who I told you, Mickey Englefield, he threw something, a little stone in the teacher's head when we was leaving school one day. So the next day when we went in, yeah. they wanted him out of school so bad that they um, called me into the office and said, um, you know, I need to say who it was. But obviously we're not that type of people so, yeah, yeah. yeah so they wouldn't matter to snitch <laughs> them days you got the cane you know <laughs> is it yeah you got the cane so, so what? I, I got the cane on my hand and i got it on on my backside before wait there so so they aren't you like who threw the stone at the teacher and then yeah. you didn't tell them and they beat you that's right they say wow. you got till afternoon to tell us yeah it was like regiment how they treated us yeah. and you go back you still ain't talking they say right six six of the best you know six of the best and the other guys that were there you see them come out first and just like in pain from it and you're scared to go in this room and you go in and you hear this brother just because he had a bad leg this guy you give you the cane so yeah. you hear him coming you go to the back side of the room come back and give you that cane and you get three that's it you get three early and if you don't do what they say then you get the other three later wow and you had to take that for man you know what i mean wow. so yeah i got the cane on more than one occasion mm. um then i started just you know, doing what I wanted to do. The lessons I wanted to go to, I'd go to. I'd always go to school, mm. but I'd choose which lessons I went to. So we're truant and run around the school and get chased by teachers. Yeah. And that's where I went. And um, I lost interest in studying at school. There was something about it that made me not like it. Plus, in we moved from Clapham. Mm. We lived on a road in on a house. And my mother and father had a separation. Oh, okay. So we went to Paddington in a bed and breakfast where we were living for a while. Yeah. Um, I remember um, my mum ha- ran because my dad was quite cold. Mm. So she ran and I remember I was in the front garden playing. Now we only live on second floor. Yeah. So there's someone lives on ground, whoever rented out the premises. Mm. Someone lives on ground and we're the black family in the middle and someone lives on top. Yeah. So I'm in the front garden just playing around whatever I'm doing. And then I had to say... Um, my real name's Peter. Well, when yeah. I say my real name, the name my parents gave me is Peter. Yeah. You c- 
because that's the name they gave me. Yeah. But Asher is just a real name because that's the name, my name. Yeah. My street, my life name yeah. that came up with who I am. It's like we so all real know you too. as Asher. We thought yeah. that was your real name. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's a real name too. So I stopped saying that's my real name because they're my real names. Yeah. Yeah. So she said, Peter, quick, jump in the car. So I look up at the window and there's no one there. And then she said, quick, get in the car. Mm. So run to the car. My dad come running down the stairs and I shut the door. And he's like, my dad was cold still. And he's like, open the door, open the door. My mum's driving and he's running by the car saying, open the door, open the door. Yeah. And I want to be with my mum, really. I yeah. think most youths want to be with their mum when course. they're growing. Yeah. And I'm pretending to open the door. And I'm, she's saying, don't open the door. And he's saying, I'm doing And I'm pretending to try and open yeah. it. Bless both of their souls, you know. Yeah. And Bless I'm pretending, them. like, I don't want him to disrespect me in, in the way, like, I told you to open the door when yeah. you catch me next time. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I'm pretending to open it. I, I, don't, I can't open it. Yeah. And she drove off. We had to go back and get my little sister, mm. who's seven years younger than me. She must have been about three, maybe. Yeah. And... So we had to sneak back another evening to get her from the Childminders. Take you back to the Childminders. Yeah. There was a program on called Blue Peter. Yeah, I remember Blue Peter. Yeah, we all remember that. Yeah. Right, yeah. Blue Peter. Mm. When I, I used to have to go and stay there until my parents picked, my mum picked me up and took me home. And when I used to go there, they used to say, it's Black Peter. Oh my God. Yeah, all them things. You know what I mean? I used to tell my mum and stuff, yeah, Black Peter's here. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I had to go there. Yeah. So. Yeah, so, but my sister used to go there after. So mm. we parked at the top of the road because it's scary, you know. Don't ramp with my dad, you know. Mm. So it's scary. We parked at the top of the road and my big cousin, he said, he ain't nothing, you know yeah. what I mean? And he, he went down and got my sister and ran her back up to the car. So three of us was together again. Yeah. We're living in Paddington. I used to have to come down from Paddington. So she's in Larkhall where I used to go and I'm yeah. in Stockwell. So I used to come down from the train in Paddington, drop my sister, get off at Clapham North, yeah. walk to Larkhall, drop my sister to school and then walk to Stockholm Manor wow. and go to school. And I was always late now where yeah. before I was never late. Because it's like a walking back and forth. Yeah, yeah rather yeah. than getting buses and all that. Yeah. And they took me in the room. They took me in the room and asked me, um, and asked me like, what? Why am I so late all the time recently? Because you're never usually late. Yeah. And so I let them know the story and they, they gave me a half an hour leniency okay. at school, yeah. And so, yeah, so Stockholm Manor, um, I dropped out of the top form but in the third year. I mm. wanted to do motor mechanics. Then I'd done motor mechanics for in the fourth year mm. and I didn't like it. But you can't go back in the top year after you drop down. That's right, yeah. So I just started just playing around, really. Yeah. Uh, but in when we moved from the bed and breakfast, we moved into Stockholm in Lansdowne Green Estate. Okay, and that's where I met up with reggae music and the sound system. So that's where the, that's where kind of the dynamics change. Yeah. Also quickly as well. So you see that time. So it was just you and your mum and your sister. Yes. So how did you feel as well? Like your dad not being around and that was that like um, a, a bigger major effect on you? Or? It was, but I felt, you know, like I could tell with youths because I work with youths now and certain things. Sometimes we're just glad for like you don't like things but you just feel a bit more freer now mm-hmm. i could take a bit more liberties i could yeah. go out a bit late or i could freedom. do yeah you could do more <laughs> stupidness get yourself yeah. in more trouble that's right yeah which is stupid but yeah, at the yeah. time it's whoa yeah so you're happy but yeah really you need that down. guidance isn't it so i remember in the bed and breakfast this we met a woman that i started calling my auntie with her daughter that was in bed and breakfast in the next room mm-hmm. and a ruster that was in the next room and the rust they used to come in our room with my mum and tell us stories. And I remember the Russ, one story I, I remember was when he said that when you sleep on your back, mm. your spirit leaves you. 
okay. and it tours around and he said hence why they call it um, deja vu yeah. but he said your spirit has been there and other people's spirits so when you think you've seen someone before your spirits have met yeah, yeah differently I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah, right deja so meeting, yeah. That made me stop sleeping on my back, on, yeah. on my back, because I said my spirit ain't going nowhere. So I used to sleep on my front, and that's why I learned to sleep on my front at first. Yeah. It was quite scary. It was daunting for a young man. Yeah. But so anyway, yeah, learned about sound systems. We started, you know, we had people in in Lansdowne Green Estate like Jukes, who was the owner of the Sound Junior, mm. and a few others like Martin Buchanan and some bigger guys, older guys than me. But yeah. you know, you had some hardcore guys that their name ring like Jimmy Bish. Fingers, yeah, these are real yeah, man them, real from man them. Yeah, 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 some real man them, and they yeah. was they used to love our sound. Our sound was their sound. Mm. So I learned how to build speaker boxes, how to make amplifiers. Okay, um, but and we used to go record shop to get records with any little money we had. If I got pocket money, I'd put it in the sound to get records. Yeah, you know, I, you know, we even heard where things was with Rob for the sound. T for the sound, fight <laughs> yeah. for the sound. Yeah. I got arrested for the sound. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because obviously the police as well. I remember Coxon was telling me a story mm. one time where he said they were, I'm not sure there was like, like a street party and the police come and, tell, and every minute they come in and they're bullying up Coxon. And, yeah. Yeah. and Coxon said, yo, I'm going to just have a thump up the police, yeah. man, you know. Yeah. And then, but the police come mash up the sound and yeah. arrest yeah. him and things. So yeah. was that a lot, is that a lot of, you guys had a, a lot, lot of trouble of with police? A lot of that because mm. at that time, Coxon was a massive sound. I didn't really big. know about Coxon yeah, yeah. at these times. And Buchanan, the sound we was building, was a little sound in our estate. So that was your own That sound. was our own sound in the estate. And um, what we used to do was look for empty houses where mm. no one's living and break in. Yeah, Koch. Koch. Remember Koch? <laughs> yeah, yeah, break in. Yeah. It should be in and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Shubis, yeah. <laughs> right, so we're breaking this little, little squatter's house and um, there's no electric. So when it gets late, we'd take the fuse box out of someone's yard who's sleeping Jeez. and put it in there yeah. and have a rave. See. And the police used to come and say, turn it down and everything. Yeah, and then we'd turn it down. And when they go, we used to turn it back up. Yeah. But there was too much of us maybe. And they, unless they came heavy-handed, they wouldn't lock it down. They'd just keep coming back yeah. saying there's been a noise complaint. There's been a noise complaint. Yeah. Always noise complaints. So we'd, in the house, so you can imagine, we'd put a speaker, a set of speakers in every room. Yeah. And the wires going round in every room. Mm. And then you have your sound system in one room playing yeah. and the mics. And I used to really like microphones and, and how it sounded. And we used to copy the DJs from Jamaica. Okay. The early ones like Big Youth, Uroy, yeah. Iroy, Prince Jasbo, name, too much names to mention, General yeah. Echo, many, many names. And we used to copy them. Mm. Like, word for word, you know, even tr you used to think you sounded like them too. Okay. So, you know, and then Nicodemus came around and that was my hero. Yeah. So I would copy his lyrics word for word and try and make my voice sound like him. Tell Nicodemus is thing. And try and really impersonate him. Mm. We started dressing how we thought they would dress because we didn't really have pictures. We only had yard tapes coming. That's right, yeah. So we used to dress how we thought they would dress. Yeah. And so you didn't even know what they looked like at the time. No, yeah, yeah. but it was, it was everything to me. Yeah. That's what took over. I stopped going football to to um to the games and yeah. running around like a hooligan i actually found a purpose mm. so we'd string up our sound outside mm. and yeah police will come and lock it down straight away and we'll just start playing music you're not allowed to do it and they just lock you off in in the summer mm. so the sound system was special it was very special to me and you know but my mum was strict by the time we moved back to lansdowne green my dad started coming back around after a while so okay. the, the strictness came back in yeah i would get teased by my friend then because my mum the way she called me 
she used to hang on to the end note like Peter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I used to get teased. And I used she's to from have to like go that in. side, like um, Guyana, isn't yeah. she? Yeah. Guyana's like, is it what part of them? It's South America. America, South America. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But people didn't know that at the, the time. They used to think of. it's more like in the middle, like small island, they used yeah. to call it that. But it's from, it's in America, South America. That's right, yeah. So I used to have to go in earlier than most people. Mm. I used to even lost a girlfriend that I really liked at that time because I used to have to go in too early and she's allowed to stay out. <laughs> and man would just check that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like, it was it yeah. was it was but daunting. That's good. It sounded like you had you had um your like your your, your mum really had mm. you under yeah. under manners. She did, she yeah. did. When I was sixteen, I thought I got to run away for a bit because <laughs> I needed to lock up. Yeah, and so and there's no way you're locking up at home, so no I need way. to run away to do that, and things like that. And um, but my best friend at the time, he, I remember looking out the window, not loud out. I had to go in early, and him and a couple of others was walking with his girlfriend mm. going to his house, and I remember looking out the window, feeling like. I'm going to run away. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I want to tell you, the next morning when I woke up, I heard he was in jail. See? He was in the police station for See? rape of his own girlfriend. Wow. He'd done four years, my brother. Wow. Four years. So my best friend growing up with just lost him like that. Yeah. Hence, then after I started meeting Smiley Coach, Smiley yeah, came around the sound. How did you meet Smiley? That's when I met yeah. Smiley after. Mm. Kenroy was my best friend at the time. He just saw me one day in the estate and said, do you want to play football, mate? I said, yeah. yeah. And me and him became best friends. Yeah. He went to jail. Me and Smiley started sparring. He would come to the sound. Mm. And I was really a joke at them times. I'd run a lot of jokes with people. And he heard some of the jokes. I was running in a passage in the dance one time. And he, mm. he just used to banter and get involved. And then what would happen? You know, like... There's 20 or more of you in yeah. the estate, but when you branch off, yeah. the ones who are relevant to each other, who yeah. suit each other, it's like little clicks, little clicks yeah, would break off. And he well. came with our click, yeah. yeah. So he'd be one of our clicks. And, mm. and the bigger ones would go, if you go with them lot, you do to get arrested anyway. Yeah. If you go with that lot, you do to end up in a war. If you go with that lot. So, and I used to go to the Ruster house. Yeah. The one in Kennington? Um, not that one. There oh. was one in our estate. Okay. But I did start going to Ruster house. But yeah. there was one in our estate. And the beauty thing of it was, in our state, the Ruster house. So you drink soup, and we used to think there's no salt or nothing. It's so bland. I tell I was like, oh my yeah. gosh. But that was the right thing. As I grew up, I realized that's the right thing. Yeah. But that's where I used to go and and um, heard about sounds like Moambasa, which was my favorite sound. Okay. And Lou David and sounds like that. But Moambasa was my favorite sound. I used to play some dubs. They used to get first and trickster, the girl, they my trickster, some real that's, dumb. Um, he's Junet so, Delgado. That's my, remember my friend? That's yeah. his dad, my friend. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God bless his soul. Yeah, yeah, God bless his God bless his soul, Delgado. Yeah, Delgado, God bless him. Yeah. Legend, yeah. Legend. So, do you know why I know that? Mm. Obviously, we're going to talk about when we linked up there. Mm. But when I used to come to the studio, I bring him and he said who his dad was, he used to always say that. Your yeah. dad says, you can't live my chicks. They can't live my So, I'll never forget yeah. that. You get me? Bad. Yeah. Junet Delgado was a hero, man. What a talent. What a talent. Bless him, man. Bless him. Yeah, so, yeah, and so that was it. And then, and yeah, and I needed to lock up. I needed mm. to lock up. So I went and lived with my big sister for a bit okay. till my dad came in after a week or two weeks and said, you're going home and dragged me home. I remember trying to comb my hair after two weeks of trying to lock up. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, because I didn't want no licks, you know what I mean? <laughs> and he took me back and went back home for a while, but then started growing a bit more and then I... The squat houses I was talking about, I found one for myself in Battersea. Okay. And me and my girlfriend, we lived in there. We thought, yeah, we got our yard. Mm. And my next bridging, Kenny and his girlfriend mm. lived in the next room. Yeah. And we had a cotch house, but it was our flat yeah. until we got thrown out. So I felt like a big person now. I could locks up, mm. living on my own. Then 
you know, I used to love, I passed my test quite early. Again, fortunate because of my mum. Mm. She made my uncle to teach me in his proper driving school. Mm. And so I passed my lessons quite early from 18. From when you could drive, I passed mine. And yeah. so, but to get a car was another story. Yeah, you have to rise yeah. up the money. Yeah. You have to rise up, mm. but that ain't happening them days. You ain't rising money unless you're one of the men that go out there and, and lick a tech. <laughs> they used to call it lick a tech or, yeah. or pickpocketing or, yeah. or um, grab and flee. Okay. Grab and flee, you grab a bag and run, you yeah. know what I mean? And ting or pop a chain. Yeah. So but um I, I'd rather be with the rusters more. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not saying I didn't do things. Mm. But um good thing I was with the rusters more because um fortunately I was one of the only ones of the clique that never went to jail. Look at that, that's good. at that time because yeah. you know, even my brethren Smiley Culture went to jail. Yeah. Before and stuff. Um Gary Mason, the boxer who became British heavyweight yeah, champ. Gary, Mason, Gary yeah. went to jail. Gary's born on the same day as me, 15th of December. Wow. Gary went, everyone went to jail of my friends. Yeah. I was the only one, fortunately, at that, you know, so, yeah, I was arrested. I didn't like being locked up in the in the cell, mm. in the room and and stuff. Yeah, so was fortunate to, to move that and then the sound system started getting a bit more popular. Yeah. yeah. And um, Smiley and I started building a bigger friendship and I remember my girlfriend's mum said to me one day, um, you want a car? She's Jamaican. And yeah. I said, yeah. And she said, all right. Eh. And she gave me the keys. She said, because the brother who rented upstairs, mm. he just died all of a sudden. Wow. And his car was outside for some time. So all I had to do was pump up the wheels, really, yeah. of this Hillman Avenger. It was... What's that? <laughs> <laughs> What's that? <laughs> What's that, man? Yeah, the yeah. Hillman Avenger. And it yeah. was orange, but it was losing colour. Uh, oh, so, wow. but I didn't know the brakes weren't no good. The steering wheel was wonky. You know what I mean? So the, it needed the a whole whole thing. The yeah. wheels were bald. Yeah. The park, the exhaust pipe was Falling wrong. Off, yeah. Oh my gosh! But did I know? Did I care? Yeah. When I phoned Smiley, landlines we had to use them times. Remember? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So you phone a man at his yard from your yard and say, you know, um, I got a car. He went mad. He went mad. He's like, well, come down, rude boy, pick me come up. Me. You come and get me. He yeah. went mad. We had a car, so we drove around that car, man, in, in the state it was. Poor yeah. thing got crashed, obviously. You know, crashed it. it. Yeah, there was no brakes on it, man. You know, you need an emergency stop. I didn't know. It's not stopping. It's not. Yeah, it's not. I went straight into the back of someone. No insurance. No. The only thing I had was a license. No insurance. No MOT. No tax. Nothing. Yeah. And, and just said to the man, no. Nah. He said, you sure you got insurance, mate? I said, yeah, 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 yeah. And just blew. You know what I mean? But, yeah, yeah so that, that Is that how, like, you look, like, Smiley come up with the producer song? Like, That's how yeah. he came up, because yeah, we used to get a producer. Yeah. And I'd, we'd never produce. Yeah. So that every car and every time I drove, I'd get a producer. So explain that to because people don't know what that is. like. Yeah, so... Mm. You, Police would just, and there was this Scottish guy in the area, a policeman, yeah. and anywhere he saw one of our cars turn in the corner, he would jump in the middle of the road, ready, <laughs> and stop us. Ready to get run over. Well, he, oh, he's ready he's to gonna, get run over. He's stop, obviously. We he's have to stop, run yeah. Over, but, you know, police officer, he said, <laughs> I don't like by yourself, you will get run over. <laughs> <laughs> you know it. That's what culture put yeah, in the tune. So they took it as tongue-in-cheek, but, you know, we're serious. Mm. So... Yeah, you pull over and, and he would go on and all this and try and find you with weed or something. Yeah. And then the producer was a little paper, mm. little piece of paper, and they'll write your name, your address on it, and then they 
they'll tick the things that you have to bring to the station, like your insurance, your driving license, your driving yeah. license and everything, and tick. And soon as we go, we just dash that way and say, I ain't doing nothing. Jump back in, drive. So, you know, the next time you see him or see anyone like that, your heart is really beating because you think they're going to take you this time. Yeah. And you get producer after producer. Some people might got unfortunate and got taken to the station, mm. and you get producer after producer. Mm. And then, you know, yeah. So, yeah. And then um, also as well, so then you, you guys had your sound system. Mm-hmm. How many sound systems did you did you create that have in total? Was you involved in in total? Yeah, when we was on Buchanan, so what happened was we was chatting people's lyrics mm. and um, Pablo Gad done a tune called um, We're Boko Pana, Our Times, mm. Our Times, We're Boko. And the second, the second half, it's a disco mix. The second half, he says, When I was a youth, I used to burn Kali weed in a Rizla. Yeah, so we used to all chat that. So mm. me and Culture learned that down to the team, said we're going to chat in the dance tonight. Mm. When we're waiting to go on the mic, someone chat exactly the same lyrics. <laughs> so we said, all right, wait till later. Boom, someone chat it again. So we're like, that night, it was embarrassment, you know what I mean? So yeah. we decided that, look, we've got to write original lyrics, you know? Mm. You've got to write your own thing. It's real. Mm. So my first lyrics that I wrote was, um, the dog chase the cat and the cat chase the mouse. The mouse packing things and him leave out the house. What mm. a peaceful mouse, hey, right? Yeah. And that was my first original lyrics. Mm. And then um, Johnny Osborne done a track called um, Water More Than Flower. Yeah, man can mine in baby mother. See. So Margaret Thatcher was in power now, you know. Yeah. So I remember a christening, we was in a christening on Acre Lane, Brixton. Mm. And it was a, the people who had the house, Buchanan was playing there mm. and it was three floors and it was packed. Mm. It was ram packed and I was on the mic. And that tune played and it came to the version and I copied what Johnny Osborne said, but I added my piece at the end. So I said, What a more than flower. Man can my name be a be mother. Through the works of Margaret Thatcher. Uh, I said the house erupted. Erupted till you thought it was a fight or a bomb or something yeah. went off. It was a yeah, yeah. I've never had that yeah. in my life. We didn't know what was happening. Yeah. But I started saying, Ah, it made it encouraged me to write more yeah. original lyrics. And cause it, it meant made sense, Margaret Thatcher. It made me write things about sense. Yeah. So if some, when I opened the paper and I saw the Washington disaster with the plane crash and then the train crash at back within an hour of each other yeah. in Washington. So I'd write um, the Washington disaster, first the plane and second the train and first, you know what I mean? So yeah. people go mad in the dance because you're relevant yeah. and you're what's happening now. That's sick. So I started writing about things that were happening mm. and that got me credit along the way saying you're a good dj bruv i'm mm. still shy but you're a good dj smiley was less shy than me mm. he would even chat my lyrics See. there was a club in battersea went so you you asked about the sound system so yeah. after we was chatting buchanan we knew some people friends from school or from other that had black harmony yeah and they said come to black harmony you lot are good so we go to black harmony we'll chat on their mic mm. then King Tubby's would hear. They said, come to King Tubby's. We're oh, going so chatting you, King Tubby's. You even went on King Tubby's sound as well? Every sound. Wow. Frontline, international, Coxon. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah, so, so, it was, so you lot was like a duo. You and Smiley was basically like a duo. Duo, everywhere. And every sound, basically. That's Chat what together. I've just gathered. Like, yeah. I thought you guys were just Saxon sound. But no, we was together all yeah. the time. We used to roll together. Mm. So And we used to chat together lyrics and everything. So we was always together. Yeah. And we had two other mandem with us. Mm. Um, Willie and... and and Vico to start okay. with, and then it became Militant Mikey and Fox okay. that were rolling with us. So 
Yeah, and we was together all the time, the four of us. I mean, seriously, you know, we leave, you know what it's like. You, you, you was growing up with it, you, there'd be f- four of you in the yard till three in the morning. Yeah. And you go home and sleep and then nine in the morning, you're back together again. It's true, yeah. Never without it's each like other. You live with each other. Sometimes yeah. man staying at each other's Staying at each other's like, house. Yeah. It's, it's real. It's mm. a real thing. And so that's how we was rolling. And mm. it became really, really, really intricate. It was really good. We was chatting all the sounds, mm. apart from Saxon yet. But we'd be around the Brixton network okay, and chatting. Yeah. We'd see people like Marshall Lee. Mm. And we'd say, which dance are you going to? Because you have to remember in them days, yeah. there was a dance nearly on every road. Yeah. So you might get fed up in this dance and you, you don't even have to art, um, find out. You don't need a flyer or nothing. You yeah. just go out on the road and say, where's the dance, and brethren? Which one you want, God? Boom, and you just got a boom and reach a dance. It yeah. was amazing. Dances everywhere. Yeah. So... You'd find a dancer, we'd go there, and the first thing you do is go on that mic mm. until it started getting to the stage where people started recognising you and saying, you're going on the mic, rude boy, and, and you know what I mean? And yeah. so, boom, you go on the mic, and we started saying, yeah, we're DJs. I remember when we were impersonating you, Brown, Smiley was impersonating you, Brown, I was impersonating Nicodemus. Okay. And yeah. we, we got some beaver hats that they used to wear then. Yeah. Beaver hats, what started coming in, all the yard men was wearing beaver hats to mm. star them. So we had to get ours and they cost a hundred and something pounds, 110 pounds wow. from Danny King's hat shop in Acre Lane. Wow. So... And that, that, at, that, at that time, 110 pounds, that's probably like... The that's a lot of money in the pounds. 80s, yeah. man. So, you know, I had to save up and we'd done little things and we got our money together. I mm. remember we had, I think it was 120 each mm. and we both bought a hat each, £110 each, and we had £10 left each. Mm. But we had the hats now, so yeah. now we're stars, proper stars yeah. now, you know. So, And, you know, when you look at things now, you know on the internet they have a lot of be successful, think successful. Yeah, yeah. That's what we were doing was like From being artists, being superstars before we were, wear yeah. the things and being artists. So I remember we checked two girls once and pretended... Mm spoke Jamaican nothing I pretended I was Nico and he pretended he was, he was you Brad <laughs> I don't sick. know if they knew but we though. went through the whole procedure pretending yeah. we were them yeah. and I do want to say later on mm. when we was chatting Saxon a man called me after in in, in um, past Paddington mm. Cricklewood when Saxon played in Cricklewood and the yeah. man said come come to me and Smiley said you need to see this and we went down the stairs and two men then was impersonating Smiley and Asher no and pulling way. girls and saying, yeah, man, I shall send it down. I'm Smiley Culture. It was amazing. Did that they, was years what, later. What, did, did you meet them personally? Did you speak to them guys? No, we oh. just looked and we just laughing. We said, amazed. whoa, amazing. Yeah. That's what we done back in the you day. you were doing it with a big Jamaican yeah. artist. And now man's doing you, it so for us later. You're relevant now. Yeah. Unbelievable. And, and you are role models. Like. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. So that was great. And then, yeah, so we went to a dance in Relton Road. Because mm. Buchanan used to play... Our dances would finish about six in the morning. Then you yeah. go to Frontline, whose dances are just starting at six in the morning. Oh, Do you know what yeah. I mean? Then you go to Frontline, and all the big people there, all the ballers, all the big names that you hear about that you just watch and you watch them because you admire them. Yeah. His suit, this man's gold, everything like about them. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're all heroes to us. You want to be like him, be like him, be yeah, like him. Yeah. Although as I grew up, um, it was a shame to feel that some of them used to beg me a five pound. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean man. it's yeah. sad but I used to change. and I say I wanted to be like them and I yeah. say whoo good thing you didn't <laughs> yeah. and you followed you, your path you followed my path yeah. eventually yeah mm. because so we go frontline but we went to a dance in Shepherds and we saw a guy called Dennis Rowe who runs Saxon that's right yeah and he knew Smiley from school I, I believe 
And Smiley introduced him, said, this is Asher. He said, yeah, I heard about you lot. You lot are doing well. Mm. He said, I want you to ch- come and chat on Saxon. Yeah. And Smiley said, I don't do anything without my partner and that. And he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Both of you come up and chat. Because I think they was having a dispute with Peter King okay. and Papa Levi for money. Okay. And they stopped chatting Saxon at the time. We hadn't met them yet. Yeah, I heard about this. My dad was telling me about some yeah. dispute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went up mm. there and, yeah, we started chatting. They, You know, and we weren't getting much money, but... Dennis Rowe gave me a ring one time. I gave it to someone else. I wanted mm. some money one time. I gave it to someone else. And a few years ago, I saw him and he showed me the ring, you know. Yeah. I said, that's great, you know. You know people who keep things, yeah, you know gifts, what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. a singer guy, Keith Mannix. Okay. And he kept that ring. I, I would like to see him again. I, I still talk to him, so I'll see if he's still got it. I bet he has. Yeah. Right? Um, and yeah, so we said, because one thing, we stayed out there for about four hours. I'm not joking at Saxon's house because me and Smiley... We would not chat any sound apart from Buchanan. Yeah. Every other sound we just feature on. Okay. But we're not permanent on no sound yeah. apart from our sound. Yeah. But Dennis Rowe and Musselhead wanted us to chat on Saxon permanently. Same. Like you're a Saxon DJ. So yeah. it was about four hours reasoning. I'm not joking. Yeah. They can't dispute that neither. And that's how much they wanted us to chat on it. When we, by the time we left there, we agreed mm. to be Saxon DJs. And that's how Cricklewood came about because Levi and King weren't on it. That's how we chatted Cricklewood and other places. Yeah. Um, I remember, remember, music hasn't been made yet. We haven't made any music yet. Okay. It's just tapes getting done. Yeah, you're just basically just chatting on the mic, like your lyrics and that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Then Saxon was playing in Broadwater <sighs> Farm. Tottenham. Tottenham. Listen, Musselhead was a man that made his money. Yeah. So he, he was driving a 7 Series BMW at the time, which was not Whoa, easy to drive. in the 80s. Yeah, not easy to drive Whoa. them times. So yeah. so he's picked me, Levi and Smiley Culture up. Yeah. And we've gone to Broadwater while the rest has gone in the van and stuff. When we pulled up, there was a crowd outside. Listen, we haven't made records before yet. Yeah. We've got on our beaver hats, obviously. Yeah. And gold chains now, you know what I mean? We're wearing and stuff. Mm. We've got out the car. And people are just going, wow, wow. They use something broad water for, wow, wow. Went in the place. Like, so they knew who you guys were. Yeah. yeah. So we've gone in and um, one of the dance, I've gone, because um, I had a car style by then. Um, like, um, I had a vibe and because we was writing original, obviously, to get onto Saxon, we were writing original. I had mm. a style that went, I shall know everything about the car. Say, I shall know everything about the car. Mm. Accelerator, speedometer, indicator, window wiper, mm. the cigarette lighter, carburetor, alternator, don't forget the oil filter, Jeez. distributor, starter motor, the master cylinder, the calipper, hey. the condenser, tank unit sender, no matter what it has, it must have a driver, yeah. driver name, Asha. Yeah, so... Yeah. And that used to tear the place down. I mean, if we was chatting against DJs and, and it was getting hot because they were quite good, yeah. I'd just draw that lyrics and the, and the dance finish. So you can imagine <laughs> in the eight, late, there. Yeah. early, early 80s, so you yeah. can imagine place lock off for yeah. that lyrics. I started that being known. And so, and I chatted in North London and I mm. swear, I said, I shall know everything about the car. And the place went mad in North London <laughs> in the big hall. Loud, like you're wondering what's happening. And yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, how? Yeah. No music ain't being made. But what Dennis Rowe used to do, yeah. he used to drive all around England, not just London, and just give out Saxon tapes, give them to See. people. Mm, mm. And they could hear all the whistles because whistles was a thing That's and people right. used to make yeah. noise. Yeah. So, and then it turned into banging on the walls, then stamping yeah. on the floor. Yeah, you know what I mean? Whistling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, there's, a, there's something out there now from One O Club on YouTube and people was banging the walls and the ceilings was coming down and bits <laughs> of the ceiling was coming down. Wow. That's how serious this thing was. Bang. You know what I mean? But... 
So that was how they started hearing about us mm. without music, just through tapes. Yeah, without you, like, releasing... Without releasing that's, any you know music. how powerful that is, that's powerful, though? marketing because, without internet. Because that's, that's one of my questions, and you've already answered it, like, what Dennis Rowe has basically done. Because yeah. remember, you know, that day, them days there, you never had no YouTube, no, 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 no nothing, Instagram, nothing, no Twitter, nothing no like MySpace, nothing. Nothing like that. And if you told someone you'd done music them days, yeah. if you didn't have a vinyl pressed, you don't make music. You're no one, yeah. Get, get a proper... Thing, no radio play, nothing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Anyone so. you said you've done music to, they tell you get a proper job them days, obviously, because you're not going to make no money. You're going to be hungry. So it was basically all the dances you guys was keeping, that's what basically made you guys. Made money and yeah. things made a little bit of money and obviously a little bit of this, a little bit of that yeah. to make money come in. And um, and it kept you guys relevant. Yes, it like kept you us said, relevant. Because so you've been doing this all over South London mm. and then you've gone to, to Broadwater now mm. and, and it's mad. Everyone knows who you lot are. Yeah. That's unbelievable yeah, um, we amazing. went to Nottingham you know before music I'm talking still and yeah. you know and I'm saying we're trying to check some girls and I'm saying I'm Asha Asha yeah. Senator you know and they're like I don't know who you are sorry and yeah. I said accelerator <laughs> speed I said you do that that's how it was serious we mm. were really making waves around yeah. England and um there's a tape with Papa Levi on it saying, pulling it up and saying, where, where you know this lyrics from? Like, he was amazed. It happened yeah. to all of us, you our see, lyrics. Um, Papa Levi, mm-hmm. who was it? Was it you or, or Smiley or Papa that was the first to do the fast flow? That was Peter King. Oh, it was that's Peter my bridge King. Peter King. So yeah, because my no. dad always is like, it's Papa Levi. It's like the. No, no, no. You no. See, my, my dad would be like, yeah, you see your flow, like the grime, what you guys mm. do. Like, no. Pa- Papa Levi is like. No, it's Peter King. Okay. And. They had a DJ explosion, Sir yeah. Lloyd, a sound system called Sir Lloyd, yeah. good friend. He kept an, a D, an MC explosion, which means you get all the MCs from the different sounds yeah. and you put them on one stage and they all have their, I don't know if how long it was then, 15 minutes on stage. Okay. Yeah, first one ever Sir Lloyd done in England. Yeah. Obviously they do it in Jamaica, but it's the first time ever in England. It was on Brixton Frontline at yeah. Shepherds. And um, it was so packed, mm. yeah. That we people lifted us over the crowd to get in. That's how serious. I remember like they carnival. had dogs, everything at yeah. the gates. They demanded because Raiders Posse was a big gang before it was called gangs. It was That's called right. posses. Yeah. Raiders were massive then. All the bad man then was in so Raiders. They, they were the security. They like, were security. Yeah. You don't, you don't keep nothing with like Freddie Daly, yeah, Dennis, yeah. all them man there. Yeah, Ralph, and all that. Ralph yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Vincent, Vincent all of them. Yeah, yeah. Rat, all of them. Mm. So all the name brands that you could think of was Raiders. Yeah. And we got in there and I remember Saxon was just on when we got in. It was so packed outside and inside that you couldn't move. And we we just stuck. We didn't even go in the hall. We just stayed by the door watching the hall. And Saxon was on and Levi and Peter King was on the stage. We didn't know them yet. Yeah. And Levi got a good, nice forward because it was a lot of crowd. Yeah. And we was upset with Sir Lloyd at first because we didn't get invited to it. Yeah. And we thought we were hot DJs. So we was like... So we kind of dropped it like... It's rubbish anyway. We yeah. ain't going. It's the last minute. We said, let's just go because everyone's going. But we wasn't going to go because we felt undermined, yeah. underestimated. And King done this thing in there. We didn't even know what it was. Mm. The crowd went mad, mad. Because like I was showing you, like, I shall know everything about the car. That was the tempo of everything. Yeah, like in the Jamaican yeah. accent. Yeah. And what, mm. what you guys did do, you and Smiley, was bring the Cockney into it, isn't yes, it? Yes, yes. I know you guys the are the pioneer. Change. Pioneer of, for the accent changing change. yeah, and yeah. continuous rhyming, which the car style was. Yeah. As you know, it's like Captain R all the way yeah. through. And then we called that continuous rhyming. We first brought that where you went on and on for a three-minute song with the same rhyme without using the same word again. See. So if you start in R, you end in R. If you start in I, you end in I. See. So you find as much words as you can 
in I or Shun or yeah. whatever it is or E yeah. and you go right through the track and sometimes we'd have just a chorus at the start uh. and then go no more chorus and sometimes I had lyrics like one that I done Demi Fashion never Russian so you got to get in action so I have to mention that I had no chorus Jeez. and I wrote that right through the tune like that yeah. right through the tune like that with no chorus yeah. sometimes it was it was too long to write a chorus to get to the point so he done this thing so when Dennis said he brought us to a Saxon dance. We wasn't chatting at it. And he said, I want you to meet Peter King. Yeah. But we had heard that Peter King was saying that Smiley pirated his lyrics. Because okay. King had the lyrics called Manit Masuit. Yeah. Yeah. That's his fast style, Manit Masuit. Mm. And Culture had one called um, England Sokoa Lama Fila Ice Breeze. More time it come in like his below not degrees. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, right. Bless and up Smiley. Right bless team, Smiley, man. man. Yeah, and, um, man. And that's what people must have said to King that Smiley's parent your lyrics or something. Mm. But we got our lyrics from Yard. We just turn them round, and that's where me and Smiley started battling. I'll get back to the fast eye, but me and Smiley, that's how what made us so good because I would write something like, um, like, um, so Asha said, so Senator Asha Yard lyrics father, boom, and then Smiley would write Smiley culture Yard lyrics granddad. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, ah. So by the time we came out, and that's just practice-wise, so by the yeah. time we came out, we were untouchable together because yeah. we had lyrics after lyrics. So, and that's hence where Police Officer came from, the big tune. But we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, so there was many lyrics like that where, um, you know, Jamaica had um, this thing where every DJ was doing, even over here. Yeah. Strictly Rob Adobo, me I play. And it was on the entertainment rhythm, which goes, do, 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 And so they used to say, Strictly Rob Adobo, me I play. And all the DJs used to do it. And I said, nah, man. So I done Strictly Luca Zeda, where me sip. And then I'd rhyme in Ip all the way through. You know what I mean? In Ip to the end of the track. And Smiley done one. I can't remember what his one was at the moment, but he done one as well. But when we got onto Saxon, I checked that. Papa Levi done strictly strictly seven up where me sip. So people were starting to come <laughs> from us. Remixing it, yeah. Yeah, remixing our thing. But anyway, so we was doing that and we, we went out there. So when Peter King, it, it, we was introduced to him. Remember, we couldn't hear what he had done at that dance. It was too loud, too much whistles. Yeah. And so he said, oh, here, so you're pirating my lyrics, Smiley. Smiley <laughs> said, what lyrics is that? Yeah. And he'd done it to us direct like how I am with you. And he went, me need, me sweet, me not all for do it. Me eat me sweet, me no for do it. Me wash my hands, me wash my feet, me brush my teeth, me eat me air, eat me bulla with me pear, me gone clear everywhere. Do you hear? And that was the, the length of his lyrics. Yeah. That was mashing up the place. See. Just what I just done there. Yeah. Because what we had noticed, all the DJs used to do this quick rhyming thing. Mm -hmm. That's why we wrote continuous rhyming. You know, if you give me the mic, you're not getting it back till the rhythm done. <laughs> Simple, I'm just going to ride. Bear man used to be like that back in the yeah, days yeah, as well, fam. Like, yeah. man, like, be high. Yeah, yeah, like, give Bear it back. Me, original G, I'm more yeah, original yeah. than yeah. I'm original. And yeah. then Rev's trying to grab the mic. He's yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> and then man's like, come on, man. Like, you get me? And, and just continue. Up, yeah, we used to get upset, we brought that kind of thing. We brought that continuous rhyming, don't give back mic to Yeah. Because people used to like swapping the mic a lot. But so. When we was driving down in the car, we said, like we didn't know King yet. He's mm. my good brethren there, you know. Look at that. Me big and up Peter every King. day, big mm. up King. Anyway, there. Mm. Talented brother. So boom. We was driving down. I said to culture, I said to him, I said, but he's asking you, telling you you're a pirate. I said, he's liberty. He's a liberty. A cheek. He's a cheek. I mm. said, let's write one each, bruv. He said, Yeah, let's write one each in our style, mm. write back that because now we could hear how the style went and everything. Yeah. So Saxon had on the 15th of April 1983. Mm. I never forget because 
I'm writing the lyrics. I haven't even finished it yet, but it goes, Oh, what a night. 15th of April, 1983. Riverdale, St. Louis, Sham City. Saxon DJ Jamboree. Yeah? Mm. So Saxon done one. Maxi Priest and Dennis Rowe done what Saloid had done, but mm. he was doing it in Lewisham okay. on the 15th of April. Yeah. The DJ explosion. But we've been invited to perform on this one. Me See, and Smiley. Difference. Yeah. Papa Levi's going to be on it. Peter King's going to be on it. Leslie Lyrics, Dirty Desi. All the name brands from up them ends is going to be on yeah. it. So we said, let's write two fast, two pieces. We didn't call Fast Style then. Yeah. So two pieces thing. So next morning... We linked up, said, how's your August going? I said, my shot, my smart, my no, oh, fit out. My shot, my smart, my no, fit out, my walk, my talk, I love him, my art, my drive, I care, I don't push, knock out. Every day, I'm a tick about. And Smiley came with, slam bam, jaman, hear them, fashion, my strong, my lung, my at the mic stand. Slam bam, jaman, say, the fashion, my strong, my lung, my start. See? The difference. You see? And the worst thing about it is, because we were doing continuous rhyming at that time. Yeah. Our ones went on and on, innit? it? Mm-hmm. Where I don't King's piece was just this little clip. Yeah. Our one went on and on and on. So it's dangerous now. We're coming, you know. Some yeah. intelligent people used to call us intelligent DJ. See the intelligent DJ them yeah, there. Yeah. You know what I mean? But we just go on and on. So so boom, Riverdale Centre come up now. Boom. But two days before, you know, Riverdale Centre, the biggest robbery in England happened. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, biggest robbery at the time, seven million. Wow. And, and I took Yellow Man's flavour. Well, Jamaica's flavour, but Yellow Man had done it. And Bam Bam. So I, d- I wrote a lyrics called Bam Bam, seven million, the biggest robbery in England. <laughs> yeah. And that was the Thursday. The dance was on the Saturday. Yeah. So I was trying to learn it. It had three verses and I was trying to learn it, learn it, you know, really get it tight. Because when crowd shouts, you know, you're as a rapper yourself, you know, you think you got something. And then when crowd is tremendous, yeah. you notice you haven't got it properly. That's right, yeah. So I tried to learn it. And we had the two fast styles, but on the night, um, we didn't chat him again because we didn't want people to think that we are based off a, a man's thing, Peter yeah, King's thing. Yeah, I know what you mean, like the, the rhyming scheme yeah. and the flow. Yeah. So Smiley went out first, Kane and Abel, drawed three lyrics. Then I came out and I drawed um, a lyrics that I had called um, What's Gonna Happen on Judgment. On God's judgment, lightning, thunder, flashing, the ding. And I was in in going on and on. And yeah. then I drew the car style yeah. after. And then the crowd was all right. It was about, because it was really rammed. And everyone was getting a nice little kick up. But it was only going halfway back, all the kick up. Yeah. The people at the back weren't kicking up properly. They're at the back. They mm. feel left out. And I drew bum bum, seven million, the biggest robbery. I saw the place go right to the back. The person at the back of the hall, yeah. the whole place lifted up for it. Yeah. And yeah. it was amazing. I felt, I'm not joking. I felt from my toes go right up through me and energy. Yeah. Like if you had any doubts about being a DJ, that made them go away said you're a dj yeah. bruv um that got us our respect because you know even up to this day if you find that on youtube riverdale center yeah. papa levi came in and after said if you love it and you know it say asha he didn't even know me <laughs> yeah. but he had to give me some credit because they couldn't we tore it tore it down yeah. but we didn't draw the fast style the week after now we got went to childers street where saxon were playing in a dance now yeah. not in a big hall that's where we draw their fast styles. See. That's where we draw them and people could hear the beauty and the length of them. Mm. And that's where we've done them. Now, remember, um, Peter King and Levi weren't really in it. So Levi went away after he heard our ones and wrote, Jaman Mikul Nostamba Light Mium Mewap on the street, Nogwan Fufu, La Rive the Dance and Mike Amitul. So Papa Levi drew that one. Yeah. So there's three already so far. Daddy Colonel drew his one. Um, 
Muslim Matrim, but a Raiderudim, but Yeah, he drew this yeah. one. Tipper Irie came with. Yeah, big up Tipper as big well. Big up Tipper. Yeah. Everyone came with their thing. So, but me and Smiley took it to the dimension because we speeded it up number one because mm. Kings was more like, um, me eat me sweet, me know if we do eat me wash my hands, me wash my feet, me eat me deep, me deep, me deep. Well, we added the skip to it. We added the skip into our team, yeah. And so that match murdered the place. Everyone started and it started taking form. Yeah. You know, people were doing the car style too, but yeah. the but the fast style took form. Because I remember you would come up to me and say, hear my thing. And he said, I know everything about the washing machine. You know what I mean? So yeah. people would do yeah. anything to yeah, follow your thing. Yeah, 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 and he'd, yeah. he'd do a thing about how the washing machine turn and cleans the clothes. And mm. you know what I mean? So, yeah, so it was getting more and more popular. It was getting so popular. Then Papa Levi made the record. That's why people think he's first. Yeah, yeah. He got to make records before us because... Fashion Records signed Smiley and he said he ain't doing nothing without his partner. Yeah. So yeah, I, I signed that, yeah. for them as well. And I had to wait for my record to release because they was releasing him first. So they released Cockney Translation first. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. um and how Cockney Translation and Police Officer came about, because remember we always bounced off each other, as I told you. So yeah. I must have come back and the traffic warden gave me a ticket. Yeah. I was mad and I went up Smiley's and I'm like, I'm writing something for him. And I wrote, Traffic Warden, not give me a ticket. When you see me care, you feel walk past it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, jump up and make care like a bunny rabbit. But um, I see that your ticket, it have the plastic, but that's not a problem for me, ratchet. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, and he wrote, Police Officer, after that, you know what I mean? Like, so that's how he said, yeah, he's going to write back the police then. Yeah. So I'd done the traffic ward and he'd done the police. Yeah, makes sense. Boom. And that was that, that early days. Big, and, and that made that, that made him big. Put made him on another level. big too. Because yeah, he would not leave me. Because mm. there's some partnerships that I wouldn't even, I'm going to say them, like Tipper and Slater was a partnership. Yeah. Peter King and Levi was a partnership. Tipper Bus. Yeah. Slater's still in Brixton struggling. Yeah. Um, Papa Levi Bus, Peter King still in Lewisham. Look at that. Smiley was one of the only men that said he ain't leaving Asher an inch with his bus. Yeah. He would phone me and I'd say, I'm not coming to the... He had Birmingham, I remember, one day. He took me everywhere, you know, every station, yeah. every show. And sometimes I'm sitting there not doing nothing and I'm thinking, I could be at home writing, you know. Mm. But he just wanted me to be at every show, every TV show, everything. Mm. And I said, I'm not coming today. This is why. And I said, because I'm going to stay at home and write. I said, plus it's all about you, Smiley. Let, I'm going to do, you know, I'm building yeah. up my thing. And he said, all right. And he said, he went. And then he rang me back. He said, I got them. We're doing a combination. Smiley was a real one. Don't man. ramp with him. Real so one. I went Birmingham and we done a combination. Yeah. Same with Club Mix. He got the TV program that he'd done for two years yeah. where he hosted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that, yeah. yeah. Well, and I don't remember it, but I've mm. seen it on like YouTube. YouTube. And, like, my uncle shows me. And the it, last yeah. session, the two years, it was, had a million views by then. It had built wow. up to a million views. Everyone was on, he, he got everyone on there from Jamaica, Delroy Wilson, bless his soul, mm. and a lot of people. And, um, and I was sitting at Smiley's one day and we're there chilling and the girl who was running the administration for the show phoned up and said, ah, because Maxi Priest was going to be on the last show mm. and he had one track, Smiley had a tr track mm. and then me and his combination to finish the show okay. on that day, the last yeah. show. And they phoned up and said, oh, can you and Asha not do your track again? Because we want Max to do two songs. Wow. You know, the girls really love Max. Yeah, yeah, even he was big at the time. Max from Lucia, isn't it? Like Broccoli. Smiley said, no, mm. I'm doing it with Asha. And they said, they kept going on. He said, okay, you get my doctor's certificate tomorrow. 
Oh. That's how serious Smiley was, and they had to make me and him do the combination. Don't play with him, man. So, because Maxi was big at the time as well, wasn't it? That's yeah. What, yeah. But we've done that combination. It's on there. It's called Keeping a Dance. Okay. If you tap in Keeping a Dance, you see me and Smiley in these suits. Yeah. They cost a thousand pounds each, these suits from Bruce Jeremy. But they were given to us, obviously, to go and tell Yeah. You know, it's my one, I think it's a tiger. Tiger like style silk mm. and stuff, but if you tap in, you see me. Bound to laugh when you see how they look now. Yeah, but we had pure that. jewelry and everything. Yeah, so boom, that was that. Yeah, and police officer was so serious mm. when that tune came out. It was so serious. You know, tune reggae tunes was not really selling like when you see a tune selling five thousand a day, ten thousand a day, twenty five thousand a mad. day. It was mad. mad. It was unbelievable. And what was that? Records or tapes or vinyl? Vinyl, the yeah, direct yeah. vinyl, because yeah, you yeah. couldn't get it no other way. That's right. Yes, yeah, so it had to. You had, and you know, vinyls. Yeah, it's a whole process to press a vinyl. That's right. It's yeah. not just. So who was you guys' distributor at the time as well? That's we what were signed to Fashion Records in Clapham Junction, okay. Dub Vendor. Yeah, yeah, yeah downstairs they had the record label called Fashion Records. Oh, okay. And they were pub um distributed by Jetstar in so. Norfolk. Remember you rang me there? Yeah, oh yes, <laughs> we went Jetstar, brilliant, <laughs> yeah, yeah. brilliant. You told me all about it, so that's yes. why I was gonna ask. Was Jetstar the ones that were pushing the yeah. pushing it? Yeah, man. like pumping up the music. Yeah. What they do, they they, they press the records and they that press and it for you, and you distribute know what I mean? it basically yeah. to all the and other distribute them out. Yeah, to all the shops. And yeah, and the tune was just going mad. So and as I said, he wouldn't leave me an inch, so we was doing everything together. So, and them times, it's not a plating. I remember I was getting £500 for free tunes on stage, and Smiley was wow. getting a grand because he was in top of the pops, and I was yeah. number one in the pop chart. Was you, was you in you the top of the pops with him, like, on the stage? I went on top of the pops, yeah, yeah and I had to dress Speaking as a policeman, of. though, obviously. Is it? So I saw that video when mm, he was on top Yeah, of I yeah. remember that. So I watched that. It. That's me and the police thing behind him, yeah. You're a real, you're a real one, though, because uh, you play, look, he played the policeman that man's talking about in the team. Yeah, yeah nah, you guys, there, yeah, you then, guys um, done well, man. But I remember leaving and I said, I'm coming back here. Mm. I said, I'm coming back there. Yeah. And um, so, and I went back for um, Island Records phoned me once and said, Shine Ed, oh, a yeah. rapper in America, yeah. refuses to come over to do with Sly and Robbie. They had a hit yeah. and he won't come over and they needed me to learn this track in a couple of days yeah. and perform Shine Ed's bit on top of the pops. Yeah. So, although I didn't go back with my direct tune, I went back on there yeah. with me performing That's something. Right. Yeah. So, I went back and yeah. So anyway, top of the pot, Smiley done all that. Police officer, massive. Um, you're so massive. You know, we're sitting next there at the next table, George Michael, whamming all these people, yeah. and we're taking it as joke. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like, like, look at them, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're bigger than them, man. There, yeah, as far as we're concerned, we're the biggest thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, whereas links and links should have been made from it's time. Or should have been networking. Network, regardless. But, yeah. but we're the biggest as far as we're concerned, mm. boy. But anyway. It's excellent times, and, and so, yeah, police officer made us do a lot of stuff. It was so serious that it wasn't even a joke. Mm. Police used to drive with the track in their car, and when they used to see us and pull us over, they used to ask him to sign them. What? Yeah, I, I was driving back from country one time, and I must have been going, you know when you come off the motorway, sometimes you're still going a bit fast? Yeah. A police van pull us over, Yeah. and two of them get out like they do, and the rest in the van ready. Yeah, yeah, and two yeah. of them come out and said took us out the car and Smiley the first thing he always said was even though he's in the passenger seat you'll get and say do you know who I am do you know who I am officer and they'll go Smiley culture and they said it's Smiley culture the whole van evacuate and they got records and they say please sign this mate sign this wow. and they'll go mad like that and then they're walking off again then they'll remember and they look back and say slow down mate you yeah, know what I mean yeah why they stopped you <laughs> and I'll tell you something now he was doing an interview for Sun mm. newspaper Smiley was doing and we was in Smiley's, he had the convertible now. Mm. He had got the Mercedes convertible. Mm. 
SL. Okay. And um, we drove around Brixton near the police station and the police car was there. Mm. And they got out and they was talking. We said, this is the Sun newspaper and stuff. And they're doing an interview. And I want to tell you, sir, Smiley drove the police car. Mm. They let him drive the police car. That's how you know, you know. And they drove the Benz to get a feel of it. Because that man ain't going to drive them thing there. Yeah. And we drove a few blocks round while they was driving Smiley's finger bob. And he drove the police car. Like a normal police car. Yeah, marked with, police car, everything. And we're having fun with the sirens. And we're like, we're like whoa. That's how serious it is. Come yeah. on, man. He, he, listen. That record, yeah? Have you heard of Merlin? It's Smiley's nephew. He had a big hit called Who's in the House? Who's in the House? Hip House. Who's in the House? He had a yeah. big hit. He got a, a record and publishing deal from a major company, Merlin. Okay. It's Smiley's nephew. And unfortunately, he got arrested and was put in jail. Mm. The tune Bus is on top of the pops. Wow. Smiley said, I'm ringing up the, the jail in country. I think it was Luton or Leicester somewhere. Smiley rang up the jail uh. and said, I'm Smiley Culture to the governor. Yeah? I said, I'm the governor. Uh. I said to the governor, listen, um, I'm Smiley Culture. He said, yeah, I heard of you. And he said, Merlin's got a hit and we need to get him to top of the pops. Uh. I want to tell you, so they let him out for the day with us. Like a day release. To go and perform on top of the pops. Wow. Unheard of. Never heard of. Unheard of. And guess what? And so Smiley, Smiley had some different, like, had some different pulling team. power. Yeah. Pulling power. Yeah. So, he, and because I was the one with the license, we went Edgeway Road and rented the biggest Mercedes mm. and went up, picked up Merlin. We had to get him back, I think, by a certain time, eight o'clock in the evening. Mm. I remember we was driving so fast to get back to try and get on time. We didn't want to mess it up. You know, Merlin would tell you this about this story. And yeah, we took him top of the pops. You know, we took him shopping first. Yeah. Bought him clothes. Let him get flat. Yeah. Yeah. He done top of the pots, dropping back to the jail. Mm. You want to see the people at the windows kicking up for Merlin when he's walking back in, man. Star time. Like, why? Banging their doors and that. Sure. So, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that car, I know this strays us away a bit, but that mm. car became a kind of burden after a while because the next day was like, ah, let's not give it back yet. Yeah. And it's very expensive, you know, rental. Mm. And so we had it the next day. And the next day, we had that car for over three months. Wow, what Smiley was the bill would, looking like? <laughs> Smiley would go to people and say, because uh, it's Smiley, yeah. you know, all our mechanic, he gave it, he said, gave him his credit card and we paid the next couple of weeks on his credit card. And mm. Smiley said, you get that back, don't worry. And that's how culture was. Yeah. So a couple people, they'll tell you now, Ron and their man, they gave their credit card for this car. We had it for about three months mm. till the car company said, you can't have it no more. That's wow. how they said, bring back the car. Mm. You know what I mean? It's, it's liberties now. We were having fun in this big Benz. But it got to the stage where it was frightening because I would try and jump out and leave the car with Smiley. You try and jump out and leave it with me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would say, no, nah, no. Nah, nah, you drive it, it home yeah. tonight. Yeah. yeah. It was it was crazy. But yeah, we've done things like that. And, and then after that, that's when we got our two first Mercedes C-classes. Because mm. people used to say to us, are you look crazy? Just go and get two on higher purchase yeah, or something yeah. then if you're going to pay rental. And that's I got the Burgundy C-class and Smiley got the white one. Mm. And yeah, we was bussing around the place with the two first C classes in town and feeling like, yeah, man. Mm. So, yeah. And um, I have to admit, we got caught up in the essence of of star time. Like the fast life and that, innit? Yeah. yeah the, 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 the imagery. Yeah, which I guide use now to remember what you do because there's some people that, you know, I always look at, not just artists, but there's footballers too. Mm. Can you imagine how many footballers dropped off because they, they got their first two grand a week mm. and then... 
now their football's gone down and everyone's wondering why ain't he yeah. playing good no more next but minute he's day, at the club yeah, he's at the team yeah and, all yeah. Them there and, and then we don't hear about him he don't even make it to professional yeah. that's the semi yeah. and then you've got man like Cristiano Ronaldo and mm. Messi and them man they're on millions they're from young and they're dedicated dedicated yeah. the money doesn't phase them they love their trade so much you know what? I, I, watched, yeah? um, I watched Rio Ferdinand's interview and he said mm. Cristiano Ronaldo he said mm. the difference between him was that they were like Cristiano Ronaldo he would invest into like Diet, dietitians, yes, yes, and yes, different like things to make him the best, better, the best in the to world, make him yeah. better. While another man would be, I can't wait to get home after this training, and ah, mm. oh, you know what I mean. And that's how we kind of got with the music because we was in the studio all the time before. Yeah, we smiley bought a studio, we bought a studio. We'll have men in, we'll have a laugh, we'll have this and that. We have to admit there was a hold. I was talking to to someone today about the hold on, on black people. Never forget that, you know yeah. what I mean? There was a hold on us. Always. Always. Mm. So I was talking to someone about the council mm. earlier on. and um, But we cannot forget that. And I said, what I have to remind myself is don't take it personal. Because yeah. I could tell you things about millionaires like Lennox Lewis that got turned down a licence mm. and stuff like that where there's no reason to turn him down. That's right. Yeah, so it, don't take it personal. Yeah. It's a it's a thing. It's an environment thing for our people mm-hmm. that you're not... No, you can't have it. No. Yeah. We said, no, yeah. I don't care how much money you got. No, you can't have that land. Mm-hmm. No, you can't do that. And that's what it is out there for us. So don't take it personal kind of thing. F- structure yourself in a way where you can get around that isn't it? Right. and get what you get. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And so, and that's what I mean. But we got caught up in this thing of like star time, bigger mm-hmm. gold chains. You know what I mean? Bigger this, bigger that. Mm-hmm. Always had to hold up this image of dressing a certain way. Mm-hmm. And once it's in you, you can't get back out of that. No. You can't get back out, even up to this day. Yeah. Like, I would I would wear some rough things sometimes and just go out for that reason. You never look rough. But, <laughs> but I, I've always got yeah. to have the car look, because look of what fly. we've done. I've got to have a nice car. I've got yeah. to have my place in a certain way mm. and, and grow people in a certain way mm. and, and expect a certain standard from people. Mm. Whereas... I push the youths and people I talk to to be in what you are. Love that. Yeah. The other things are just fandangles. My daughter at the moment has had success in um in on TV. She she starred in the Lovers Rock okay. thing the other day. Um, the, um, Small acts. Yeah, yeah, Small acts. Yeah, I was watching. She that, was yeah. the lead in Lovers Rock. Wow. In that episode. Yeah. So. Big her up, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll do that. She would. She would have heard yeah. of you because I spoke about you guys, rare and you, enough. You yeah. know what I mean? And um, SAM. Serious about music, don't <laughs> yeah, play around. That's right, yeah. You made us yes, change the name up. So yeah. yeah, like obviously, so yeah, you that was mm-hmm. the journey with the music. Obviously, mm-hmm. you lot done a lot. And then what made you kind of get into the youth work side of things? Because obviously mm-hmm. you lot stopped kind of doing yeah. anything. Um Code Seven, Code Seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, to be honest, um I had a hit mm-hmm. after so that was the eighties. Yeah, yeah. The 80s, it went yeah. kind of quiet. We met a, a, a man called Danny Sims. Danny Sims was a man who gave Bob Marley his first publishing deal. Jeez. Yeah? And he's from America. And okay. when Smiley Smiley got a deal to do his album with Run the MC. Wow. So I stayed to watch the studio over here. Yeah. Smiley went over with a couple of the other men then. Yeah. And they used to ring, we used to talk to each other every day. And, um, you know, and when Smiley had, was working with Run the MC, he used to phone me, he said, I met this guy called Danny Sims, mm. Asha, and he, he, he told me all the things, and he's a big guy, and he's the only black man that's been accepting in the Gambino family in Italy, the Italian oh, mafia. Yeah, this. Yeah. So he said, that's the only thing, every time I mention him to, to, in the studios, I say, be careful, Smiley. Yeah. Be careful with that man, Smiley. But Smiley ain't having that. Yeah. But by the time Smiley finished with Danny Sims, Danny was calling him his nephew. Oh. That's how Smiley built that relationship. Yeah. Danny came over here, 
sealed a deal with Red Bus, which is a major publishing company over here. Yeah. Red Bus, Jewish. Yeah. And we got some deals there. And Danny, um, yeah, so that was in the 1990s, early, ni- that was 1990 exactly yeah. when we was doing Red Bus. And um, yeah, so I then went on in 1995, I'd done a track. Someone asked me to do a jungle. Now, this is another thing I want, if any young person's listening, to, to bear in mind that when I was doing reggae, you, people used to come to me and say, jump on this soul track. I said, no, are you mad? Yeah. I do reggae, bruv. Yeah. And we would not turn from what we'd done. In the 90s now, I jumped on soul. Someone asked me to do a jungle track and I'd done a track called One Bible in Amiad. Yeah. I'm going to read it every day on jungle. Mm. And the tune was going mad in certain places and someone sent it to Italy. Same. And they said, we can't, get down with that track in Italy because they don't understand it. But we want that voice, we want the bread on it. So Italy paid for me to come over. So I went over and done a track on a lady called Antares. She was a popular artist over there. And I jumped on and done a just a little eight bar for her. And the thing is, it was like, the lyrics was, that they wrote it as well. And they said, take a ride, take a ride, take a ride, panamita ride, dreams are reality. Swear, trip on, trip on, um, ecstasy. So that they wrote it. I know yeah. chat lyrics like that. Yeah, track went number one. So because I usually get as much as I can because I learned I've done compilations for Germany and you don't hear nothing again. So I yeah. try and get as much as I can, no matter yeah. what you say. They have to pay as well. They pay good yeah. as well. <laughs> yeah. So I take my money early yeah. from Europe. That's right. But they came back and said, Would, "Can I come and do my own track?" So I went over and done a track called move it up mm. i want to see you up move it up move it the track went number one in italy russia wow. cyprus all these places so they used to give me first class ticket for about a year and a half two years i was touring all around there going in 1995 to 96 yeah. touring i went to russia i was on my own walking around russia because moscow latvia yeah i went to slovenia slovakia on my own. Wow. I remember a man showing me, he said, Asha, that's where they do reggae, a little shack place, and then they'll take me to the house because it was house music I yeah. jumped on. And they take me to the house place and it's got swimming pools and big car parking lots and hotel. Different and lifestyle. Different lifestyle thinking, make, it would make you want to do that type of music too. No wonder why you house and garage artists were moving like that back you in the day. It's trying to block so solid and that. <laughs> yeah, yeah massive, massive industry. Mm. In, massive. So, and I didn't like house music and they, mm. so they, what they done, when I went on my first tour, they took me out there and we was there for three days before my first show. Yeah. So I was meant to be there seven days. So I was there for three days first. And they took me to a, a rave. And I was there and I was listening. And I was just like, oh, man, I am so frustrated. Just saying, whoom, 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 yeah, oh, over and over again. All night. Yeah. And they played this tune for about 4.30 in the morning. It, I don't know. It must have reminded me of reggae or something. Yeah. And that tune just took me. It went in my heart and my soul. And I started moving to this. Hoom, 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 hoom. I said, that's. And like from there, I started house. liking. Yeah, like mm. it must have been that. Mm. I started liking house. And that's what made me started liking. And the way they reacted to me, the crowd, mm. made me like house even more. The reaction. Because you see one thing in reggae and in my industry and in my people. Mm. You have to prove yourself every time you go all up there. The you know, all the time. Don't yeah. play around. Yeah. Don't play around. You have a hit up them places. It don't matter no more. Yeah. You could go up there and just do little twinkie toes it's thing. You know, and you and can they love say you the same way. Bars like, what? Yeah, yeah, come on. Huh. And they love what? you all the time. Yeah. Come you, on. Huh. You yeah. try that in Brixton ghetto on man's, the front line. They're not throwing things at you. You better have a new lyrics today. I don't care what you done yesterday. You better have a bad boy lyrics today. So so that was a different life for a while. And I thought, wow. So 
came back and people used to say to me, how did you get... Because it was on MTV, the, yeah. the video. Okay. And um, Box. That's It big. came on the Box. That's big. Yeah, and that I hadn't been on them things big. before. The guy, they put, I said, pull the car over when they said, Asher, look at your poster. I've never seen a poster of me that big. Yeah, like a billboard. The billboard poster. poster. Yeah. I got up and I tore that down, Fen. Why? I, I, I brought... To bring to London, I've never had a poster of me oh, that to big. Show everyone, look. Yeah, and I folded that and I made yeah. sure I brought that back to England. I framed it. That's in my office room, up big. See. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I made sure because I've never had a poster that big. All the reggae I've been doing for all them years and all the success. It's true, you know. That was a mad. So I've still got that up. And um, yeah. So that was an experience. So come back. People was asking me, "How did you do that? How did you do that?" And I, I, obviously, Ricky Rankin. You know, um, Queen P, Stewie Love. Stewie mm. Love's a chairman of my organisation now. Um, Raga G, yeah. you know, Dapper Dan, Mikey yeah. Foreigner. There's some man in from Brixton that I was always thinking, like, all right then, we need to do something. Lance the Barber. So we was out one summer. It must have been 96 mm. summer. And they said, we need to do something, man. We ain't got nothing going on. Yeah. We ain't got no studio for ourselves. Yeah. Some little things we got, but nothing. He said, we need a big building. We need mm. a next centre of excellence. We need something big. And they're saying, yeah, man, let's build something. And then they all looked around and they said to me, yeah, you got the least criminal record, Asha. <laughs> you have to be the leader. Yeah. So I said, okay. Yeah, yeah, use your, your name and that. Your name's yeah. clean, you get yeah. me? Yeah, so they said, you lead this. And we started thing. And then I was went to... This, one of our brethren who I met through Danny Sims, Mike, Mike Chicago. I was in his studio in, in East London and was recording one day because first it was going to be a rap group, a oh, performing yeah. rap group. That's what we was at yeah. first. And we needed a name. And all of a sudden, Code 7 came up on his computer. I said, what's that, Mike? And he said, Asher, I've never seen that before in my life. Yeah. It just came up Code 7 on his thing. I said, that's what we're calling the rap group, yeah. Code 7. Boom. So and that's then, how the name started. So the name started because yeah. I met people like Clive Clive Gray, who's who's big in this. These guys who know the the, the industry of um, government and 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 all that How sort that of works, yeah. yeah those those works there. He would say to us when I went to a first meeting with him, "You need to have let the name have a meaning." So then we put like um, community organization development enterprise and the seven stands for the seven principles. And when we first started, the seven principles obviously were. Mm racism, marginalisation, yeah. stereotyping, yeah. and we wrote a piece on each thing. I said, that's why we're representing this. Yeah. After a little bit, you notice that, mm -mm. so we had to move that front and put studio engineering, music production, and put a different front yeah. at the front. Or you ain't going nowhere. Yeah. You, yeah. Especially early then, 90s, you're not going nowhere unless mm. you've got someone empowered and you're not really going far. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we just put a different front. But that's why we started this and that's what it is for. See. You know what I mean? And... um. Yeah, so we started that and we was performing. We'd done the schools, Norwood School, girls' school and these things. And, and I remember having the man then, we performed and the youths then queued up about 300 youths for autographs from the man then. And mm. I was used to signing autographs on the shows I was doing. Yeah. But some of the man then I was bringing in in Brixton, they're talented, yeah. but they hadn't had that sort of success. Yeah. So every man was like, they was just like me. When they signed their first autograph, you give your full name, write it as clearly <laughs> as you can. And, yeah. you know, do you want my address? Do you want my phone number? And just write in as whole, your whole life story. You see, by you reach the 15th person yeah, and just... you look at that queue, you just start, and your arms all hurting, your wrist is hurting and you start, and we was creasing, but it felt nice. Mm. So, boom. And then um, a lady by the name of... No, what happened was I went to my girl's primary school to watch her sports day. Now I had my little computer at home. Mm. 
and my little keyboard that I could do my own little music at, yeah. at home. And I went there and a guy came up from Leeds, came up to me. It was in, in, was in East, South East, yeah. primary school, sports day. And he came up to me and said, are you Asher Senator? And he's from Leeds. And I said, yeah. And he said, yeah. oh, um, brilliant. He said, look, my son, um, that's my son over there. Mm. And my elder son to him, I've had to come down from Leeds because the mum said I have to come down because he's so bad now. He's not going home after school. He's doing things in secondary school. And um, you saved my life. This is what the brother said to me. You saved my life. I want to know, how can you save my son's life? Wow. That's how Cosen started, more or less. And I said, you know, I said, well, I didn't know what to do. He said, you could get £20 an hour. And he said, so I used to do two hours a week for him on Thursday. Yeah. And he went to a school in Lewisham. So for me to make this happen so much, I'd leave Brixton, mm. drive to his school, pick him up, drive back to my yard, teach him Fruity Loops, okay. you know, the software, music software. So you software. were doing it from home? Yeah. Home, me, one and him. Yeah. Then driving back to Lewisham yeah. in, in the evening and um, after. And, you know, to try and help this youth. But what this youth was doing was, he still was hopping school, mm. truant in, when by time after school, by the time I got there, he would jump the wall <laughs> at the end of school and walk out with his friends like he's leaving school. Yeah, like he's just come so back. everyone thought he's leaving yeah, school like same he's just come way. Out of class, yeah. yeah, and what dawned on me is when he said, "They said, who's that, bruv, When he was getting in my car, he said, "That's my music teacher." I thought, right, that sounds good. <laughs> yeah, I said that sounds good still. Yeah, and that's the beginning. And my sister said, "You got a niece and nephew, you know. So what? Ain't you gonna bring them in and stuff?" Yeah. So I moved it to Saturday. And then my phone rang on, on the office and at my home, I mean, and another two girls, like parents said, can you think? And I'm saying, how are people hearing? You see, before I knew it, I had 13 youths up at my place over Brixton there. Wow. 13 youths on a Saturday coming yeah. up. So I hired a girl singer to do singing vocals, Caroline Thompson, she's yeah. a singer. And she was doing the vocalist, I was doing the rapping, and I brought in an engineer to do the engineering. And yeah. We had 13 youths every Saturday. Wow. Still not thinking of any major Code 7 thing yet. Yeah. And from that, someone introduced a lady, an Australian lady, Patria. And she worked for an organisation called Bootstrap. And they had a a programme running in Angeltown in Brixton. Mm. And there was about 20-odd youths that they had. And they they was different because they gave these youths £20 a week or something. So these youths turned up to their programme. You know what I mean? Like, definite, £20, man. So, but then she needed... A, a music situation mm. and you know raw material yeah, is a massive establishment That's I ain't right. even got a building at this moment or nothing mm. and she they were full and she had the option of waiting a little bit longer mm. till they till they had room in their studio or come and meet me so I met her up at my house in my and I'd done my room like where this thing was like a little office like okay. I always had this ambition to have my office, office so yeah. I'd done it and I, I sold Code 7 to this woman then I sold a Code 7 in such a way I spoke and I spoke. It was like a lyrics on stage. I sold Code 7, man. <laughs> and she, and she, she went and she yeah. took it. And that was my first kind of payments coming in. Jeez. Said, yeah, you're going to get paid to deliver this work for these youths from Angeltown. Yeah. And, you know, the youths then were all right. And I, I'd hired a studio on Brixton Road. Mm. And it was one day a week and they'll come there. And that's how it started getting more. And I said, we need more of this. And the young lady used to come out of that group and yeah. went to college, a, a girl, and she said, she came and she asked us to do a video, a little video for her. And she said, why don't you get funding for this thing you're doing? I said, what's that? Mm. She told me what funding was. People used to say, you need a consortium. I said, what's that? You need a, a 
this and that. I didn't know what yeah. none of these names was. I just knew lyrics. <laughs> so it's like, and then I said, she, she came back about six months later after she'd done her course, her project course, to show she got through and to thank us. Mm. And she said, did you get fund? Did you apply? I said, no. She took my landline and phoned up unlimited funds, you know, mm. and said, I've got someone that wants to speak to you, an inquiry, and put the brother on the phone to me. And the guy said, um, what's your project? Mm. And I had, you remember production first? I had an idea where, because um, at that time, well, it's still now, everyone looks at the guy who's at the front or the woman who's at the front. Yeah. I bet no one could tell you Mariah Carey's producer unless you're a connoisseur. That's right. No one could tell you um, Stormzy's producer unless you're a connoisseur. Yeah, everyone true. just sees Stormzy and the first and at the front. Yeah. So I've done this thing called production first. Whereas, and that's what I was telling the guy on the phone. I said, I've got this idea mm. where, you know, youths have got these little things and they're really good at making beats, but no one cares. And everyone wants to, and they said, no, that's a brilliant idea. Come up and stuff. And this guy boosted up what I was saying. He really went for it. Mm. If he if he gave me one inch of negativity, mm. I wouldn't have followed it on. Because yeah. we don't say that. The most black people say, I don't get funding. Yeah. Check it. Even yeah. now I see people say, I, I do this on my own, yeah. man. I don't beg them nothing. Yeah. And I look at them and say, I learned along the world, the world runs off of investment. That's you right. think a millionaire uses his own money? No way. He doesn't right, use his right, own money. Right, you yeah. think Daniel Levy built Tottenham sta- billion pound stadium? You own, think that's no, his money? No. Not one penny. Mm. So, but people, I'm like, I'm not you. So, I realized investment is the way forward. That's right. Yeah. So, when I've done that, I went to the meetings. They told me what I had to write. So, I wrote this document. I transferred the lyrics writing into writing this what I was talking about because I used to talk all the time. And so, you people, used to put that writing anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, I transferred that to writing and. Mm. And they accepted it. I asked for five grand and they gave me three and a half grand and I asked for two laptops mm. so that I could put the software on. And then I said, what? And then I heard of Awards for All. So I wrote to Awards for All, mm. took the same plan and wrote to them, asked for five grand. They said, wicked idea. And gave me, remember, we're not registered or nothing, you know. Mm. It's just a community idea at the start. And yeah. then I wrote to another company and they said, five grand. I raised 13 and a half grand within a matter of a couple of months for this production first thing. Yeah. Then I went to my friend, um, oh man, Porky's. He runs Porky's Wine Bar. In Streatham. In Streatham. Yeah, yeah. And so I booked him on a Sunday in the day mm. and we invited enough youths into there from Acre Lane and Brixton, Summer Layton. And, and we went in there and how we ran it was we had the two laptops and we had someone hosting and they'd do lyrics and stuff. And, and while someone's building beats, so they had competition who made the best beats. And we had a competition winner got the prizes, the awards, yeah. production first. And that inspiration there said, I need to follow this on. Yeah. So when I looked at the, the guidelines for awards for all the next year, that's when it became hard now because like, you need to register now. Mm. Where's your accounts from last year? And and then it started getting technical now. And I'm like, oh, yeah. this is technical. Are you set up like charity organization or yeah, you need yeah. to this and mm. you need a board of um, a board of people and all this. Yeah. So I thought I carried on because they winded me up. Yeah. I got a little change and I didn't. I've never seen anything like that. I've been bit of battering with my music career. Yes, yeah, Smiley got some big deals, you know. Yeah. Smiley got a 300 grand contract there and a 150 there. Mm. But I did wasn't fortunate to get that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Any deals like that. So for me to get make a little 30-odd grand off of something we're working on, it's like, yeah, me find something. Mm. So I started building that and some people saying, yeah. So you have to understand, the first set of trustees or directors that I got on board, I was one of them at first and I found out you can't pay yourself on yeah. there unless you go through all these other channels. Mm. So... I said, okay, 
my board changed over the while. So now the board is, is from 2005, hasn't changed, more or less. Maybe one has come off and one has come on. Yeah. But it took me that time to get the people them right. Because at first I'm getting this big name. Mm. They don't take your thing serious. They don't even answer your call. Yeah. They don't even, he's out the country. Yeah. You need this now though. Because yeah. your thing is small and you need it now because you need to answer these people. Mm. And these people take your thing just because they got a name in a company. That's right. So I just re readdressed that. And every year kept building that and then so by time then I took I came off of it for a while for different reasons because everyone started dropping off anyway saying it's too hard it's, it's, this is really hard all we do like, is it's having like meetings volu- it's voluntary work it's as a well, lot of voluntary it? work yeah, yeah. having meetings with police and, and then you know what I mean and yeah. on and on and it, it was it was daunting it's headache man it's headache and I, I even stopped for a while and I went to sell cars for a bit okay and I have to be totally honest I was in the cars and this guy came over from the other department in the cars a white guy and he said you look really familiar. And I said, yeah, 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 smiley cold trash. I said, he said, I knew it, I knew, I knew, I knew. He said, what are you doing here? He said, you must can make more money from music than in there. I said, it's, it's not that simple in reggae. Mm. It's a bit different. You know, I've got to make my money and do my thing. I'm not relying on no one. And he said, so, he said, I'm going to tell, tell my, my good, good friend mm. and stuff. But before he could tell his good, good friend, he told his good, good friend's brother. Mm. And he bought a car from the showroom, a Ford showroom. And he came down. I know these men were hardcore, mm. but I didn't know at the time. But they was hardcore. But when they came, you know, when you could tell a white man, like, their man is gangsters, man. Yeah. And he came and he said, and he said, bring in your music, Asha, today. So I brought it in. And this guy came to buy his car and he said, where's this, this tape you're saying? And I gave him um, three tracks that I had recorded, but I was rapping on them because mm. I was branching out. I was rapping and he said, I don't know about music, but I'm going to play it to someone and if I like it, we'll talk, whatever, innit? Mm. My boy phoned me. By the time I got home that evening, he phoned me the evening and said, draw up an agreement for five grand. I'm going to give you five grand. Yeah, this is in 2000, early, mm. 2001 maybe. Yeah, I'm going to give you five grand. Put that out, mate. And he said, um, me and my girlfriend broke up as well and I bought her a brand new computer. Come round when you're ready and come and collect that. And picked that up. In the, he said he ain't even taken it out of the box yet. I'm like, what is this? The yeah. Almighty is great, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm not meant to be out of the music. Because right. every time I run away, it's like Jonah. Because all the hard the work. The whale. All the hard work you put in it's, throughout It's the coming years. back. You look at that. You, someone gave you a computer and then years later you gave me a computer. Oh, yeah. It's like I had to. And look. And look at you see how the life works? And look It's like I had to. Wow. It's like without yeah. fail. Wow. And then he edited all my videos on that computer oh, and like, obviously after my journey and that guy in the way and that beautiful. and come out and he was doing rare TV. He was doing so well as and well. And look, you lot are doing well now. Yeah, man. Beautiful. Beautiful. So man. yeah, so you so you so you gave me the computer and that was two thousand and then Yeah, and then that then one day um my baby mother's cousin came mm. and he said, You need to hear this and he had a hip hop EJ, a music software. Mm. And because I had that computer now, I put it in and it was so easy to use and I thought are you mad? I said, why did not this in the 80s? And I'm playing with this thing. I used to stay up till five, six in the morning playing on this. Then Fruity Loops came, then Cubase, then Logic. And I'm yeah. learning these things myself. All, no, no one couldn't see me again. I left that job quickly. Yeah. When I got that five grand, I left it quickly. Although it wasn't much, but you know, it's still a lot yeah, of money. You work with it, yeah. And I learned, I taught myself how to do it. Hence, I was able to teach that youth. Da, 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 da. So by 2003... Mm. Code 7 was ready, I was ready to come back again. Lee Jasper, 
contacted me saw big me up said, Lee Jasper big up Lee Jasper yeah, man, he works closely with Code 7 right yeah, now I, as strategic was he, consultant was he the mayor of Lambeth at that time advisor he was the oh, advisor was Ken advisor. Livingston's advisor yeah, okay. he's the one who pointed Ken Livingston to the building we so were in so he was in, Ken Livingston's right hand man yeah and he pointed at that building for mm. Ken. That's why we got to meet. Yeah. That we got in that building for a while to London Development Agency said, Mm-mm, that's a £14 million complex. Out. Don't out, you lot. That that's that why they wanted us out so bad. That building. So we're going to talk about that. Yeah, we need to get <laughs> into that because that's a yeah. big story. It's like, like, I know, look yeah. at your face. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the what was yeah. it? Right? That one. <laughs> Mayhem. £14 million. Pounds, <laughs> Mayhem. Mayhem. Mayhem, but yeah. So, yeah. So Lee, Lee said, contacted me and said, because um, this was my first real pay, if I remember rightly. Yeah, because I didn't know what an invoice was mm. at that time. Because you just you get paid in the music. Yeah. And um, he said, do me an invoice for a thousand pounds, and I want you to do an anti-drugs event outside Brixton Ritzy, yeah. outside in, on the road. Yeah. So I got um, Tipper Irie, Ricky. I got all the man them, got a sound system and I spent 800 and I made 200 that day. Mm. And then he said, give me an invoice. I had to research what an invoice was. So when someone says to me, Ash, I'm really sorry, but I don't know what an invoice is. I said, don't feel no way, cuz. Yeah, that's right. Cause I, I didn't, didn't know, know it was, yeah, yeah. when I first was coming in this. So, yeah. you know, and someone said that to me the other day. I'm re- they felt shame. I said, nah, man. Nah, don't, man. I taught them that quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, boom. Look at that. So... Yeah, um, yeah, and we've done that gig. Mm. That was beautiful. And so from there, so 2003-ish. So by 2005, I was looking at registering the company. See. And I registered as limited by guarantee. Okay, yeah. yeah. So that's, is that like a charity? It's similar yeah, to a yeah, charity, charity where yeah. it's not for profit. That's right. So anything you make, it yeah. cannot be profit. So yeah. if we make uh, um, £10, that has to go back into, into the, the organisation. Right, yeah. Either your wage, my wage, or into buying a bit of equipment or whatever, rent. Yeah. But it has to go back in. People would say from then, you need to be a charity. But I've seen charities come and go. Yeah. And when I looked to start doing my research on the charities, it seems so daunting that I don't want them on my head. I don't want them liabilities on yeah, my head right yeah, for now. Real. But then we registered as a charity in 2010 because after that's that's what life is. After yeah. you accom- um, get accomplished at something, you gain experience, yeah. you gain confidence. Yeah. So by 2010, the things when I researched the charity again, I said, but we can do this. We've got That's all right. these things yeah, in we've place. Been for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we became a charity in 2010. Yeah, and we've been a charity ever since. And um, you know, bidding to different. So to raise funds from City Hall, um, the Home Office, mm. you know, and your thing it has to be structured in a good thing for them to even f- considering giving you anything. Yeah. BBC Children in Need, yeah. Comic Relief. We became the first black organisation. I don't even know if any more in Lambeth have done it to to get a Picasso quality mark. Okay. Which is like your food shop needs a, a, a hygiene standard, standard mark, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. And businesses in certain industries need a quality mark. Yeah. And we got our Picasso quality mark, which took two years to get. It's not a joke. Three years. Mm. And it's, it takes a work that everyone in your organisation must know everything. Mm-hmm. Can't just be one man know everything. So they will interview you individually. So we became the first black organisation in Lambeth to get a Picasso quality mark and mm. the 11th all in all Jeez, to get that. So it's not a regular big, thing. Yeah, we worked hard to get that quality mark. Mm. And um, we just passed another quality mark the other day, which was not as hard because we've done all the work before. Mm-hmm. It's called a um, London Youth um, Quality Mark Standard Validation. So, you know, it's good to give your organisation, get it these sort of points so it, it benefits the people who work for it and others. Yeah. 
So we've got that quality mark. Um, we're a charity. Yeah, bidding for funds around the place. Now, it might sound all great that we're getting all these funds in, but you have to remember, mm. it's difficult in the terms of like, the re- if you get funds from three people for mm. that year, that's three reports you have to do. Some that's of them... Right. Uh, monthly, some yeah. are quarterly, some yeah. are yearly. So hence, you might think, yeah, I'm going to get 10 funds this year. you got 10 reports to write, that's you know. Right. And listen... Their reports are long, remember? Yeah, yeah. So you've what, seen them. Yeah, it's not a play, it's yeah. longer than the application. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's not a play, and it's evidence-based. Yeah. So so you could say they say, I'm not doing no report. Yeah. And you think you'll just get away with it like that. You can go jail too. Yeah, because it's fraud, isn't it's it? Fraud. Yeah. It's fraud. It's fraud. You didn't do the work, money. you just got the money. You know what I mean? And run off with the money and, yeah. and not one piece of evidence. No, 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 no. We don't play that. Yeah. We don't play that. We do what we say we do mm-hmm. on the tin. You know what I mean? And no, that's why do. Code 7 has existed so long. Because if Up I to this had day, cut one corner... It's true. ...as a black organisation, yeah. one corner, you know, yeah. it wouldn't be here it today. Be here. And do you know what, Asher, yeah, like, I met you in, like, what, too far, about 2004, 2005, mm. I'd say. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, do you know who introduced me to you? You remember Nathan... Slugs, yeah, slugs, no, slugs fan, yeah, slugs, slugs introduced engineer. Man. He came to my house in Kenya and then he goes, You man need to go on to Asher. And I'm but at the time, I'm like, Who Asher D? You get me? Like, <laughs> I don't know about Asher Senator, isn't it? Like, so he's like, Asher Senator, Saxon Sound. So obviously, it's becoming familiar because my mom, my, my dad, my uncle, like, you, you like, you, Smiley Culture, all you guys, like, Tipper Irie, Maxi Priest, you guys were the. The, the, the leading artists at bless, that time that they bless. all know they still like my uncle still got your tips up to this day bless him man so when I do my research my mum's like Asha yeah go meet him da, 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 da. Like, so she yeah. encouraged me from so even like my, my parents I'm talking to my dad I'm like yeah I'm gonna go meet um, Asha Center. so he's like yeah da, 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 da. that's a good guy Fantastic. to be around that's so amazing. by the time I've, I've come he's bringing me up um, Slug's bringing me on my own at first obviously I'm like yeah the man them's coming like, straight away I, I'm gonna tell the man them you get me introduced to you and straight away bro you was just like welcoming my met chalwa yeah. yeah i met misery Miz. um Miz is still a trustee yeah i met seven. i met i met um smiley's daughter N- natara. natara i saw her this week you yeah. see what i'm trying to say yeah. so i met them and they were all welcoming straight away and obviously at the time we know the studio was like brixton road it was like in the trenches yeah, it was in the trenches i'm coming from, i'm living in kennington but i'm coming from Tulsa, so it's like it's not like I'm from that area. Yeah, but so it's dangerous still for dangerous. certain youths. It yeah. was dangerous, but... But you held your own. Yeah, you, man, it was heavy. Yeah, of course. We used to, we used to roll deep, you get and, me? And but what I like about mm. it, you listened. Even though, all right, you used to kick off sometime. I remember mm. you kicked off one time and <laughs> me and you had to have a little fun. But, and yeah. Jaja, even Jaja batted me up still. You get me? Put it on yeah, me. But yeah, he said, don't on. do that. Yeah, you know said, what I mean? come outside now. Let me talk to you. Yeah. And then he reasoned with me. I was like, we're outside now. Come, let me chat to you, Jaja. I'm thinking, bro, what am I outside with Jaja? This is this is suicidal like. <laughs> but obviously I know Jaja weren't coming up like taking no. me outside to beat me up he Big wanted to thing. reason with me yeah. and, and not in front of my friends where I'm going to have an ego innit yeah. and when he broke it down to me <clears throat> he was showing me like right man you need to appreciate these things you know yeah. because yeah. you man, remember there was a time we had a firework war outside your studio yeah I remember and he got shut down he got shut down and he called me he said yeah. Fem, do you know how angry I am yeah, like, and yeah. remember do you remember mm. that yeah, the yeah. fireworks. Yeah, the fire and the neighbours were so glad, though, because they had a reason to, to say to shut us down. They used to be out there making up noise yeah. sometimes. Just yeah, doing and it was silliness. beautiful. But when we got back in there after, yeah. oh, the, it was the it was nice. most popular place. Yeah, it was. And your youngers that yeah. you made come from Tulsil, them mm. youngers, I used to say to them, why do you come Code 7? Ain't there a studio and thing in Tulsil? They said, yes, but no one ain't stopping us using Code 7. Yes. That's what the That's man right. used to say. Yeah, yeah we're rolling true. It was true. rolling true, yeah. man. It was amazing. And and you even talk, man, like about um, the independence of like... Um, 
Oh, you have to record it. We ain't got engineer, but what I'm going to do, I'm going to spend the yes. day with you and I'm going to yeah. let you learn this yeah. Cubase. That's and, right. And that's me right. and D size will sit down and then in the end, D size will D-Size be the one that's became recording. the engineer. Yeah, because Brilliant. He, he took it in more he than me. He took it in. I just wanted to be in the booth and Brilliant. rapping. And then, um, yeah, and then you even talk, man, and like you said about how it, how this business is run, you're like, look, this is how it's like, you know, this is an organisation. In order for us to do this, like, you know, we have to get funding and it's yeah. not every month we're getting funding. Yeah. Sometimes we're waiting mm. three months. So yeah. I saw yeah. you with my own eyes, mm. um, actually, like, put your own hand in your own mm. pocket to help feed all of us. Mm. Sometimes there's 50 of us. There's men that yeah. don't even rap. <laughs> like, even rap. Coming, and they're getting the food. Yeah, what, you going caught? you going ashes, yeah? Amazing. I'm coming. And, and everyone used to just come and, and you was always welcoming. You never said, no, nah, don't bring no one, don't bring no one. Um, and everyone there, like even all the staff that you had, like oh, everyone Every, was amazing. Oh, it was amazing. Craze Twenty Four's dad used Craze to cook. Craze Twenty Four, yeah, Lloyd. Yeah. Um, what's my man's name? Derek. We spraying the Derek, aftershave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get me always cleaning up. Cleaning yeah, the his team. brother. What's his brother's name? Freddie. Fred, Freddie. Carl. Carl. Man, Brian. They was around us, man. Yeah, it, man. And, and it was you guys, another level. You guys, you guys actually helped, man, because the amount of hours we spent in there, like there was a time I remember we would go there for a few hours, and then like obviously we might have to because of the beginning stages. But then you made sure you had projects. All right, cool. We sat down with the people, like um, funding people came in. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. You came with you. me. We went to say thank you. Do you remember? And that was that was that was amazing because yeah. there was about nine of you. Yeah. You helped me move the set, and I said, "Let's we go around the, the funder." The transit van. Yeah, the, do you remember? Was you there? We was rolling in the, yeah. in the transit van, yeah. And then I think we had to collect stuff from the police yeah. station, yeah, yeah, yeah. and bring it to Some the people desks. to say yeah. thank, thank you, yeah. yeah. And then I remember, yeah, but I was like, "Oh, manic guy in there, for manic guy yeah. in the police station, fund that." So we had to. Yeah. We was waiting outside, and you lot was strong, though. You lot was brave because you went against your principles and I know mm. I went against mine mm. to make the organisation run. That's why I rated you guys. Yeah. Um, lock two locks them. I rated them as well. Big because locks and that as well. Locks yeah. them, yeah, because you two's crew mm. was something else. You two lot was something else. You looked out for us. Mm. You're young people, so you're going to do what you do. But yeah. the way you looked out, because you have to remember, it's because of you lot. Lambeth sent for me. I weren't dealing with Lambeth Council at that time. Yeah. Lee Jasper made us get that building. Yeah. Lambeth sent for me. Yeah. And I went up and met the guy at Lambeth for the first time. And he said, how do you engage those guys? We've been trying <laughs> to engage these gangs for ages. How do you do it? Yeah, how do you put them all in how one do you building? Do? And I said, I don't know. Yeah. I just don't know, because we didn't know. Yeah. And then after just watching and studying and doing things, we said, it's obvious. It's because they get to do what they feel yeah. in a quality place, quality equipment. Yeah. And, and then proper. I started realising. So you look played computers. a serious part. Yeah, yeah. No, thank you, man. Because serious part. The way you had it set up for us as well, you had all the computers. I remember these days, yeah. I never had no internet in my house, nothing. Mm. I was living on my own. Yeah. I remember we was on MySpace, so, and mm. we was trying to build our profiles on MySpace, so I'd come to the studio in the yeah. morning, MySpace, I'd be on my MySpace, right? I'd patiently wait for our session. And then when the funding people like would come through, we were sitting there, you say, come, Fen, come sit in the meeting with me. And I'll sit in the meeting with you. And then the woman will be asked, oh, yes. And I'll tell them my story. You get me? It was just like, you talk about the independence of like how to run mm. a charitable organisation, how yes. to be a mentor in my mm. community, like for, for the young ones, that even yeah. coming up to, up to this mm. day, yeah, and even doing this podcast. And like, we learned from you, bro. Like, Brilliant. this Brilliant. is this is your, this is part That's of massive. your, what you've done, like Legacy, being a leader in our left. community. Get That's me? massive. That's Real massive, talk, man. That's why this I'd is really, your work as well, man. That's why we really would like to take this to to other levels, mm. you know. And and the same things I've done with you, yeah, I've done with with the youths. And now, even Lots. up to recently, the summer yeah. late and youths now, mm. some nine to fifteen to nineteen year olds. I played the games, the music games that I played with you, man. Them, yeah. I'm playing with them, and it's working exactly the, the same, same as as then. So it shows there's something about it. That's right. You know, I got youths that like how you was that just need like. 
I remember they was interviewing the youth, and I'm sitting with like where Rear is, yeah. and they were interviewing the youth about because they need to promote Code Seven. That's the workers, right, yeah. And the youth, they said, so what would you say? Summer Layton needs. They said more ashes. Yeah. I said, yeah, cool, cool, cool. And I said, yeah, nice. And I said, but Code Seven, Code Seven. And he said, more ashes. Yeah. Little you, you know what I mean? And that's. And I'm just being myself normal, you know. Yeah. And the youth said my name three times. So they said, okay, it's a code seven thing. Can you say code seven? Yeah. And I had to say to him, remember, there's a lot of us, you know, and stuff. But yeah, that energy, yeah. what but you were just saying. you're the leader of that, and, and you, yeah. you, you, the leader leads by example. So the energy that you had, your staff automatically treated us with Serious. all of us. They, like, they never even dealt with us. Like, and, I, and when I think about back to it, yeah, I'm like, because we've run, me and my boy Trex here, we've run our own studio as well. And it yeah. was hard. And we're not even doing it as a cherry. We're just yeah. doing it as like, all right, as we've team. got a studio for us, mm. but we've got to maintain this. Yeah. And it was mad. It's, it's not it easy. It was mad. Like the it's youths were coming in the building, breaking things. Yeah. And I'm like, what's going on? But I'm using yeah. your techniques now. I'm not mm. coming out like, raw. what? Like I'm some big man. And no, I'm no. using techniques and strategies. Because yeah. you, the whole of, everyone in Brixton you've worked with, everyone yeah. in Tulsa, the mm. whole of Lambeth you've mm. pillared, bro. Like, You've done a lot, and then you had Code Seven in Hackney as well. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so, Code Seven Hackney. Yeah, and you know we've done some different things around the place. Even the other day, Brixton Road was full. Mm. A few months back, and I haven't seen some man for ages. I'm not joking. Like I really haven't seen you for so long. Mm. And I turned, and there was traffic on there, and it was about eight. But it was so much traffic, so I cut round the back to go round the back of Myantsfield. Yeah, rude boy. The man has blocked the road, didn't it? The they've sat up they like this, the video. and then I summer walking slow, like like this, yeah. and I'm, my car stopped, and I'm saying. And I, said, ah. yeah. and I said, let me give them little time to clear the way because you know my my you know how I work. Yeah. But some are standing up like they ain't coming out the road and they're big man youths. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I just wind down my window slowly. It's dark, you know. And I, I went to say, excuse me, like all nice and everything. And I heard a voice said, who's that man like Asher? Yeah. Sykes them. Look at that, see? And they all swore my car and they said, a little big man, 25s, 26s. I saw them when they was 15 yeah. last. And they all knew me. They all ran my car and it's all this, you know what I mean? And, and I had someone on loudspeaker to make it real. Yeah. The person on the phone heard all that on loudspeaker. Who's that man like Asher? Yeah. And just pure fists and everything. They're showing other you. Hey, this man here, you know? Trust me. And I f- that made me feel different. That was like someone gave me some money that night. Yeah. Serious. Money couldn't compensate for that that night. Mm. That felt different. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that made me know, said, all that work that we was doing, it's, it's not, not for gonna, nothing, bro. It's not for nothing. Trust me. You, know I might I mean? not, you might not hear from me for time, Asha, but it's always going to be the same mm. love. Another thing, like, you was you was paying, like, you was making sure we get, mo- like, a money in our yeah, pocket that's to right. go and record. That's right. That's right. That, that's was, right. The that was the that's deepest. Deep. Do you remember that? that? I remember, mm. no word of a lie, no, no, but friend had no dose at night. Yes, I was no, broke. I'm not even cussing. Man. Real life. But he had no dose. He's in his yard. Mm. Real. He's on yard. He said, I'm Asha's going to get that dose. Yeah. He's like, right, right. I'm not gonna lie, I might have to take your cut still, cause brother. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause you remember, yeah. And he gasped, yeah. bro. And he gasped, yeah. bro. It's real, like, like what? So I'm like, I come to school then. And I, mm. I was running him my door. What's he like? Nothing, bro. Yeah. And yeah, you bro. see how you lot are men, though. You wouldn't mm. let me know that. No. Only once in a blue moon you might have said, yeah. Ash, it's down. Yeah. But you as a man, you it's came true. and done what you had to do. If yeah. you if it was production, you'd done your production. Yeah. You never, I'm, it's like, Amazing now to me now that you was going through that. No, I, do you know I was Serious. just about to you see what he just said. I'm not even gonna lie. I was just about to say, you see that time yeah, them times when I used to come to the studio and man would get like a hundred pounds or whatever. Do you know how much that helped me? Sometimes my, my yard would be in the dark or man's man's trapping that like, man's working for code seven, man. Yeah, like man's man's hustling weed or whatever, you get me? 
or whatever to, to get through. Man, all oh, the weed man money. It's real life, isn't it? Like, mm. and I was living on my own from early, so I was struggling. My mum didn't really have no money. My like, my dad might have given me a money a month before, mm. and I've spent it quick. Gonna buy Serious. a trainers just to look fly and that. But my dad's telling me to make that last. You get me wicked, not saying that my wicked. dad weren't there, but. You, like I was even saying it earlier, yeah. You is a stepdad for everyone, for the oh, for everybody, for the step whole dad. community. No, real Certain talk, man, God, for real. You're the Godfather. Some of this man thing. took it too serious as well. Was on my case every day. But, but you know, live, live there. Do you remember? Live next to my side Aye. like this. Ash, you know, you and, know. And you know what? Yeah. And a lot of people used to get into man's head like, yeah. like oh, this, that, that. But you see what it is like the actions speak louder than yeah, words. Actions speak louder and than words. Loyalty in it, like and yes. I, and like we was one of the first one, like. To, to be in that um, cold seven before everyone come and you always treating man like this is my house like you can the office is yours if you yeah yeah any meeting you references, need references provisional like yeah, you've done anything for I've me done bro it all. like passport everything everything you filled out for me um even one time yeah I don't know if you remember what this you Filled out my passport, give me court reference, <laughs> everything bro like done help me with everything fam you know what I mean mm. there come on one time I was in Loughborough I don't know if he was with man outside Baller's house he was in Baller's house yeah. Mm. Baller's having a madness with his girl and that. But she, she's like, yeah, I'm going to call the police on you, whatever. Cut long story short. I've come outside. I'm with, I think, Byros. And we're outside, Byros, yeah. I ain't Remember Byros, ain't it? So we're outside, you're on the road, like, but it's love, but it's big. Next minute now, police have come on the road, yeah. And they've stopped us because there's a, whatever. But they're searching me and they've, like, found a little weed on me. They took my weed and the same thing. I never had nobody that. Oh, that was my man. last bit of weed. But you pulled up. And you know what? The police wanted to arrest me. But mm. when you've pulled up now their attitudes change. You've gone, and and, this, and you put, your, your car was in the middle of the road, you were driving the A-class at the time. Oh, yeah. Jumped out. You remember for real, This is you my know? use. Are you crazy? Man was like, what? Yeah. Don't ever. Did I, what, 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 what is it? What's the problem? What's the problem? What have they done? Amazing. You get Amazing. me? And then you even said, right, if he's got weapons on it, then that's, I can't do nothing. But you was like, look, what's it? I know these guys. These kids mm. are good kids. The police, mm. the, 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 the TSGs and that. It's like yeah, the TSG, They man. fell back. Serious. And then, and then, they, when they went away, you was like, "What happened?" Then I was like, "Ash, I can't lie here. They took, I bought, I had a little something. They took it for like, me. Oh wait, man, give me that. Like, you just, you get me, just yeah. get me some money. You know yeah. what I mean? They just hold that. Go hold and buy that. something to eat. Perfect. Whatever you need to do, you get me. Don't tell me, but you know. And there's loads of things you've done for us, Ash, man. Like we learned a lot. man. That's amazing. We learned a lot from you, and bro. You know when this launches, because mm. we're employing about. 14 youths at the moment on yeah. a project called Employability Project yeah. and Black Men for Change Projects. And because it's online, like yesterday they was online, yeah. they had to do presentations and stuff, some youths, some new little youths and stuff. Mm. They all going to be assigned to watch this because they okay. need to hear what you're saying. Yeah. They, need they need to hear to. that. Because people man. think things just happen just like that. Nah, man. You know what nah. I mean? Things like even when Hackney closed down, mm. our branch in Hackney, and I was passing you lot one time and because remember, you was going to do some collaborations with Hackney, you remember, remember, remember when we yeah. all linked up? Yeah, we linked up with them, I remember. Yeah. yeah, and I remember Face was showing someone, and I was passing, and he didn't know I was behind him, and he was showing someone this, that he got ticket for jumping the train, Yeah, that he got nicked, and he was showing the thing, and I said, what's that? And he said, oh, no, nothing. And I said, no, what is it? And he said, boom. And I get to realise that, because when Hackney closed... He needed to come to Code 7 so That's much. He used right. to jump on the train every day yeah. and come down with no and money. Bunk the train, yeah. Bunk the train with yeah. no money. Trust me. Too hard to say, nah, something has to happen, man. Mm. You know what I mean? You love it so much because he, he had a crew up there, mm. but they weren't as serious as him. Nah. So I said, you, something has to happen Because he's you. got to come all the way to South as well. Like, yeah. You're in bricks. It's not like you're, mm. you get me, like, you're mm. in the trenches. So. And he learned a lot. He learned mm. editing, um, filming. He's done some really nice videos since yeah. for us. 
and for others mm. from what he learned he learned production he learned a lot through code seven and he's a man like you fen mm. that i'm not even joking i think one of your things that you sent me i had tears in my eyes not even joking no, thank i had to you, cry man. one of them voice notes that you sent me because yeah. i was meeting lambeth remember i told you i was meeting lambeth that yeah. time and the woman wanted us out of the new Do building remember? even and I they that, want us out every remember time i seen that passionate voice yeah. note in it like, yeah. Ash, bruv, you're the, like listen you get me, like. tears man no. you know what i'm saying that and I, I said before i start this meeting i'm going to play this voice note mm. And I put it on the table and I played your voice note to this woman, the head of rear rear premises and all this in Lambeth. Mm. Like, you come round here, the other... You know, she's resigned, isn't it, since? Is it? There's three of them has resigned since then. And because they come from the commercial industry, yeah. get a job in Lambeth Council and think, yeah, I'm a done. Yeah. But don't realise we're right at your door, you know. That's right. This is not a business. Yes. This is our life. That's right. It might be called Code 7. It might yeah. be called whatever. Yeah. It might be Judge of but Souls. It might be Asher Senator. It's our life, you exactly. know. Exactly. And even with yeah. Judge, yeah, like... Obviously, judges judges got his own story, and he's had always had his own Massive. vision. But I even see how you mentor a judge. Judge, great. You know? and, and 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 his respect is is second uh, to none. I do and, anything and for him. That's too. how I met Judge. Mm, he saw yeah. me in your studio every day. He knew me through Asha. Like he and he's Judge always treats me like a younger brother. So the, 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 like I said, man, I, I can't even explain the words of Judge. Is great. The man. feeling of what you like that 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 empire that you set up and you keep wow. doing massive for they us knew. for the community. You know, like. Mm. They had Dig to, you up. They had to lock down up, that man. building. They had to take that building down. Yeah. And then you got the one in um, uh, Wandsworth now. Road. Yeah, yeah Wandsworth yeah, yeah. Road. We're there in Springfield yeah. Medical Centre. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, when Lambeth, when they closed the big building, mm. Lambeth ran a mile. Because remember, by t- that time we were head lessee. So we was in charge of 13 groups in that building, including Cox and everything. Mm. But when Lambeth. LDA, London Development Agency, shut that building. Lambeth was like, whoa, their hands are washed. They're not yeah. having nothing to do with yeah. it. Woo, at so last. they sold it. What did they do? Sell it? Yeah, the developers they gave that to. Yeah. But I kept hitting Lambeth saying, you need to give me a building. So we went in raw material for a little bit. Mm. He, Tim was kind enough to let us use raw material for a while. Yeah. But we paid our way. Yeah. And then when I had a meeting with the heads of Lambeth, they said, I showed them a letter that the police wrote, the black police from mm. Brixham Road, and he said he puts the uprise in stabbings mm. directly down to the closure of Code 7. Look at that. Look at How that. can you yeah. not represent Real. that as a counsellor? You, you know, I show that to everyone. They, they, that's why they said they, it's like they grabbed me by my neck and put me in this place. Now yeah. imagine the type of youths we attract, you've put in a building with no locks on the door. Yeah. Chemist downstairs. Nursery. Nursery. Crash. Yeah, I know. Um, doctor's surgery. Yeah. And Lambeth living upstairs. Upstairs. Like you want us to really fail. You, you want you want to run in the place. Yeah. yeah, you really do. And how long you been in that one? Just to let Since people... 2011. All oh, right. So and you not one thing. All oh, right. And we've all been down there. You you be, everyone's we been there. We even had a performance. Like, yeah. you, you had like a little event, isn't it? Yeah. Like a charity event. Yeah, charity event. And you called me. Like, yeah, perform? and you came and performed Come down there. Come on, man. Anytime Massive. you call me, I'm coming. I'm there. I wasn't even there one day and they told me after Sneakbow was there recording. See? Do you know what I'm saying? And so it's like. But it's the way we operate because, mm. you know, I'm not saying blame trumpet or anything, yeah. but there's a way of operating. And I'm That's sure right. it's got to be something to do with it. It can't just be luck. Then. No, it's not luck. You no. know, because certain um, centres, they kill in there. Mm-hmm. They go in and they kill little kids in there, man, mm-hmm. and they shoot and they do things. Mm-hmm. Look how big Offley was. It was out of control sometimes, <laughs> but we, we still never got we that extreme of murder or yeah, nothing. We had, we, had order. Order. we had order in there. It's unbelievable. Like Offley you said, Judge, I talked to you. Yeah. Inch, I was... Inch was talking to me on the phone one time mm. and a youth steamed out the building, rear, 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 walking out. And he said, who's that? I said, oh, just one youth. He's upset with that. I said, call him, call him, call him. I said, someone wants to talk to you. Yeah. Youth, 
who's this? And he's like, don't you ever, whatever he said to him, yeah. the youth said, but I didn't say nothing to Asha. And he yeah. said, and then he said, Asha, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? He yeah. said, but I didn't even say that to Asha. He still said, say sorry to Asha yeah. as well. Then he said, go downstairs and say sorry to the engineer. That's right, yeah. So you lot looked out for it as well, mm-hmm. behind you as well. It wasn't just mash it down. Yeah, like we weren't disrespectful, yeah. innit? Like, yeah. yeah, you're right. We had a lot of respect. Like, I think we, we saw the value from then. Like, we realised because the place we're coming from, a lot of the older the older people, we always say it, we don't want to keep elaborate, but it's the truth. A lot of the olders be like, yeah, basically, man's got a spot in OT in it. So man's going to do, yeah, wait, one sec, they'll go shop, yeah. Mm. I'm not even going to say the next guy's name and yeah. he'll buy two fruit uh, fruit teller sweets, mm. yeah, Starburst. Mm. And then he'll give you a packet, he'll give you a packet, mm. he'll give you a packet mm. and he will line all of us up on the mm. wall, yeah. And then he will tell you to take out every sweet, then he's doing it with yourself. So to take every sweet out of the fruit teller mm. pack, yeah, and then you pull it in your mouth, yeah, and then you swallow it without chewing it. Yeah, let me tell you why. So, where is he teaching man that to go OT? So, when the boy of them come and he's got you got his food, you're swallowing his food, so you can so take it easy. I'm there now and I'm chewing it. You Not know me, I'm, che- I'm cheeky in it. So, yeah. when he's giving it to me, I just start chewing it. My man's just grabbing my throat like bam, and I swallowed it quick because I was like, right, he's gonna try and really choke yeah, me. This yeah, that. Yeah. He's gonna do what Biden would do. Mm. So, because I rate you, but that, that it just goes to the point that like, a lot of our uh, older pairs, yeah, were. You know, it's kinda, dangerous. Yeah, they were mis they were misdirecting it's, us. So when we mm. did meet you, like everybody, like from 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 um ads to to to, to juice, to, like mm, to juice's juice, little brother Hassan juice, Spa, yeah. like just to spa. everyone, like all of these all of these individuals, yeah, um torments, all of them, like they had a lot of respect for you, yeah, innit? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like little Snoop, all them, you man. know. So oh, um, gosh. You have to big yourself up, Ash, man. And you're, and you're continuing doing it. Continuing doing it. Throughout this pandemic, yeah. like, obviously, yeah. you're monitoring the kids and you're doing your online Zoom and things like that. Yeah, so, and we, we should open back soon, hopefully, when it, when lockdown finishes. Yeah. Yeah, so we, we've got a bunch of youths on the book still. Yeah. And we're still working with quite a few young people around. We've got Clapham Park Estate, mm. the youths, Ones of Road, when we opened back there, um, Summer Layton, yeah. you know what I mean? And um, as we said, Myersfield, I saw them the other day. But, like... You know, we need to open, we know what it needs to open a massive building with high quality equipment in the Mm. heart of Brixton. That's what it needs, first and foremost. When I say high quality, I mean like all the places where where I've been and they take me like Radio 1 Extra and you go in and everywhere's high tech, proper equipment, proper high tech, but we're not allowed to have high tech equipment. We must have second and third hand for our... No, 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 no. We're in the ghetto, isn't it? Yeah, that's how they treat us, isn't it? That's how they treat us. I want the place, as I've always said, that a youth comes here, he has to think, do I have to take off my shoes? No, no, this is your thing. Yeah. That's how that's how it has to be. And that's I haven't stopped best. that aggression to have that. Mm. And, and even we nearly upgrade, had it with that building yeah. and they took it back 14 mil. But with your you lost upgrade, one thing that I have seen that I like the setup of it. Like I feel it looks it looks more official. Yeah. Like you got your mm. office in the office room, like when people's yeah. walking through you can buzz them yeah. in. Like so yeah. it, it is obviously it's smaller, like but yeah. It's in a nice place. But that's smaller. That's how it should be on a large scale. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And where youths, because, you know, they're all talking, what do the youths need? What do the youths need? We told you. We showed you. We showed you. Over that year, period, yeah. what's needed. If you want to attract all the youth, then we showed you yeah. already. You know what I mean? But that's they don't right. really. So, you know what I mean? We just keep doing what we're doing because it's our lives. Mm. You know what I mean? They go home to wherever they go home to. That's right. We go home to where we are, mm-hmm. where we're standing. That's home. Yeah, I still have to go to the shop in a minute. I That's still right. have to walk down area. there. Yeah, yeah, it's my area. Yeah. I, this is my home. And you know I think I, mean? I think um, because you, because you've grown up in. In, in Lambeth and that, that's what makes you understand everyone more and yeah. everyone can relate to you. Uh, it's uh, like, oh, yes, yeah, it reminds me better. of like, 
you know, when he when he was when he was yeah. younger, that's how I was probably you get me like And we know the struggle. Too. Like what you said you when you was running your studio, you took time yeah. with the youths and I learned that that you know what I mean? I speak to them in a certain way, speak yes. to everyone, the grown ups. Because some man would talk to someone away mm. and then when I see them talk to a man who's who's on this thing, they don't they're talk like to a baby. Like that. Yeah, and I think I've that ain't it. me. Yeah, that ain't I've me. I talk it. to the man who's hardcore yeah. the same as I talk to this little That's youth right. with respect. Yes, with so respect. So just because Everybody. I oh hello, yeah. yes, yes, sir, because he's a big man. Yeah. And then the little you are like, hey, hey, little you. Nah. On the way down, nah. imagine saying that on the way down. I was telling these that I met a, youth, a young you as well, mm. and I was playing like something like a video on my phone. But I was playing it out loud, and he goes, "Excuse me, big man, can you turn that down, please? I'm, 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 I'm just reading." Wow. I was like, "Oh, sorry, man." Beautiful. You get me, but if Beautiful. he was like, "Hey, big man, beg you to," are you talking to you, yeah, little you, man? Different. Run yourself, yeah, and then obviously yeah. I don't know what these little youths are carrying, yeah, so I gotta yeah. be careful. You gotta be careful. So, um, and then imagine that he's ended up sitting next to me. And I just started showing him the podcast. I said, yeah, we're interviewed. I should send it today. Da, da, da. Just kind of showing him about you oh. and showing him about my bro, Rare. And you get me just what we're doing about my, my team and the music. He showed that. me about what he does. And he's going to college. He was on the way look to college. That. so And he asked you to turn it down. Now, imagine some man that would have been on so his nice. case. And know? he goes, I know, like, uh, all my friends. Like, and when he's breaking it down, like, where he cut, he's from Peckham. He's a Peckham you. So I know he's Brilliant. from, I know he's not Brilliant. from, like, a, a, a city. You know, he's from yeah, a serious he's place. He's from ends, And yeah. the way his energy and he's so politely spoken, that's what made me respect him even more. Yes. So you are because right. Because some man would, wouldn't have that. Like, you no. can't say nothing to people nowadays. You get me? Like, you try and say something, they're in trouble. Oh, right. You know what I mean? I've seen it and it's like, Come on, man. Like, so we have, to, that. we have to all lead by example. So, yeah, man. Um, How did you get into the, the, this wonderful oh. book as well, man? Oh, my how did you get brother, into Smiley Culture, man. Yeah, what Smiley. Because someone said to me that, rah, they keep trying to start to write a book and they think they're writing a lot. And when they look back, it's only one page. Mm. I said, it's not easy. That's how I found it as well. Yeah. And, and back in the day, I've started writing a piece. Yeah. And I always kept starting writing a piece. Every yeah. now and again, you think, I'm writing a book. Yeah. And you start writing. But when Smiley, um, bless his soul. God bless his soul. God bless God his soul. When, when those things culture. happened, I wrote um, a track for him. Because the day when Smiley was going to, um, when he passed, it was on my daughter's birthday, yeah, 15th, you know. Earlier, and um, the Monday, he had asked me, he said, can I, he phoned me and said, can I come and do a character reference for him at his lawyers? Because he's going through stuff with the police. Yeah. I said, of course, smile. Of course I would. Because we was, we're still tight. He'd ring me from Africa, wherever he is, you know. Yeah. He'd say, Ashley, if you don't hear from me for a few days, I'm going in the jungle now. Mobile ain't working here because he had yeah. gold mine and diamond mine, yeah, innit? Yeah. So I he'd phone me. Yeah. And he said, just before he goes in the park where things lock off, he's phoning me. Yeah. So we was that tight. The only thing, and he would try and attract me, like I'll check him and he'd have wads of money in his kitchen and saying, loud acting, Asha. <laughs> Come and roll with man. We're going to have everything. I remember you you can imagine. I remember you That's my brother, this. you know, yeah. and stuff. But. Seven doing the youth and work. people looking out for me, mm. even if it's one pound, mm. I feel responsible now. Yeah. If if I didn't have nothing going on, that's what I would have been in. A, yeah. And, look at that. And rear or you would have had to write this for me and culture. You know what I mean? So, yes, but yeah. So, I said, yeah, of course I will. So, the, I remember he. I missed his call on this Monday night. Mm. I missed his call, and I said, I'm going to ring him early in the morning to let him know that's locked. Mm. But he rang me in the evening, but I didn't answer. I forget why, because I, I was doing something. And I said, I won't ring him back tonight. I, you know when you're just tired and fed up? Mm. So I, I ring him in the morning. So, boom. Um, I had 
the Brixton place, but I st- stayed out of Brixton and I came in and I made sure I wore a suit. I said, I'm wearing a suit for my boy. Yeah. My brother wore a suit to go to his lawyer, make him know some good character reference thing. I come here. Yeah. Put on my suit, come down, ring in, and his phone's off. Now, let me tell you, like you told me that someone rang you about half one yeah. in the morning. Yeah. You could, if that someone rang culture, he's answering. Yeah. That's one thing with culture. His phone's never off and he answers any time, all the time. <laughs> and he do, it's like he doesn't want to miss a thing. I don't want to miss a thing. Yeah, that's yeah. culture. He doesn't miss a thing. So his phone was off. And I'm like, that's strange. You know what I mean? Mm. Culture, maybe he's changing the battery or something, charging. Yeah. Phone him, phone him. It's off. Then I got a call. Like, oh, did you hear something smiling? I'm like, no. And they said, yeah, I'm hearing something. Boom. Phone him again, it's off. Then another call. By the time, you know what I mean? And I'm standing up on Acre Lane, you know? Mm. Another call. And I'm saying, no, nah, no. Nah. And I'm talking to someone. I forget who it was, but I'm talking to someone on the road. And I'm saying, mm. hold on, hold on, hold on. And I said, let me ring his young, his you, Young Don. Mm. Phoned Young Don. He said, no, nah, it's true. I said, what I didn't even believe him. Yeah. I said, I know more than you too. You know yeah, what I mean? I grew yeah, with him. You was yeah. born while we was rolling. I know you're done before yeah. you. Enough of my dad's friends told me that. <laughs> yeah. So I said, you must have, they lost their mind. I said, sometimes you hear these things, but it's not thing. They say these things. Yeah. My baby mother said before I'm dead. And someone said to me, rah, you're alive when they saw me. Because <laughs> she hated me. So, yeah. you know what I mean? You're dead to me. Yeah. 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 And so, Oh, you're alive. You know what I mean? So I thought it could be that. So boom, jump in my car now. This is 9.30ish in the morning, nine o'clock in the morning, 9.30. Mm. Fly over to his yard all the way in Wallingham. By the time I'm getting there, my phone is going, broom, broom. The morning news is going around. My phone is ringing, ringing all the way up there. Different people. Is it true? Is it true? Is it true? By the time I got there now, I see some tall, tall police outside, you know? Mm. You know what? I only see really, really tall police when something's going on, you know, when something different's going on. Yeah. Like when they locked down at my first ever gig opportunity in the community. Mm. And these tall, they brought these tall, tall police with this uniform I haven't seen before. Yeah, yeah. And when some... you're talking to them, you have to be like this, fam. Yeah. And they're saying, you can't have this gig because they're having the first ever gay gig in Brockle Park. Mm. And we don't trust you lot. We think you're going to rush people. Mm. So they locked off my unit in the community, my first so ever Libby. gig. Yeah. I never forget, but... The, it's them two type of police I saw. Yeah. So I pulled over, walked to the gate. There's a brother at the gate. And I said, I'm, I am who I am, you know. And he said, I said, can you move back, please? No one's allowed to stand even here. Can you move back? And I said, no, I need to go in. And he said, no, you need to move back and stuff. So I said, I'm going to stand here, yeah? This time my heart's beating, you know, like, yeah. why are they here for real? Yeah. yeah, like, thing, and I'm kind of like, kind of shivering a bit. And he's like, he said, I'm going to see my superior or something. He went in the gate, shut the gate, boom, 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 because you could see the house, but you can't see what's going on. He come back and he said, sorry, um, we can't tell you nothing, and rare, rare, rare. And I walked back to the car, and I said, rah, rah. And I was angry. Yeah. I was angry, and then I drove down, and I got to King's Avenue in Brixton. Mm-hmm. And I phoned, I said, I just phoned back young Don. I said, yo, you see when he said, Asha, it's true, my dad. I had to pull over the car, couldn't even couldn't see. The tears it. just came out. Everything mm. just went, brum, like that. And I just had to pull over the car, Bro, couldn't even see. Yeah. When it actually dawned on me, I said, no way. I went and sat down. Then calls from America, Jamaica. I was getting calls like Mad Maxi Priest, saying, they'd kill him. They'd kill him, Asha. Max didn't even know the story. And I said, they'd kill him. Wow. You know what I mean? And, oh, man, it was hard. And, and then they kept coming. So mm. I said, I need to occupy my brain. 
So I wrote character reference and I wrote lyrics and I done it in this uh, old style character reference, smiley culture character reference, missing about character reference, mm. smiley culture character reference. No, smiley is loved by every nation, English down to all European, mm. Jamaican and down to the yeah. And I done that and I done that and then my sister heard it and she said because I'd done the continuous rhyming, what I was telling you, I yeah. started it. Only the chorus was character reference, yeah. but the lyrics was in Shun. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'd do that in tribute. So it was Shun all the way through. And it's seven minutes long, mm. the lyrics. Wow. Like, I just kept writing because I kept writing about things mm. and names bringing in. And my sister said, bruv, you need to put his tracks in there. And I think that's going to stop the continuous rhyming. But I said, no, it's true. It's true. So by the time the first one, then I'd done some lyrics that people wouldn't know at the start. And I said, like, um, and the other lyrics named Cain and Abel, sat around the table, Cain said, then I carry on rapping, da 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 Then I said, um, then Cockney Tracing come about, 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, Cockney Translation. I said, that was fashion records in that junction. Then he meet up, bam, 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 bam. And then he done the hit song, every time he drive me, car police, I stop me. So I done that with all his songs in it. Yeah. And went through. And people say, you're going to write a book when I heard that. Because when the funeral, they asked me to do the eulogy. Then, if I told you about, I mash up some places in life, yeah? Yeah. When I wrote, read his eulogy, at the, at, I got a standing ovation. Wow. Afterwards, man. everyone in the church stood up. Everybody stood up. It must have been up. emotional as well. Though, it was emotional. Yeah. But you must have been but proud. I was strong. You done, you done I was strong proud, that day. man, yeah. How I got strong that day is, yeah. you know, they do the, um, they do all the, pictures of him before yeah and i said why are they doing this before of my eulogy like they want to break my dad before i talk yeah. so i just looked at the ground like this said nothing's breaking my spirit i got to represent got my brother today yeah. so i didn't look at none of his pictures nothing the, the eulogy thing what they do and so then they said it's me and i went up and young don come and stood behind me like this because he must have thought he's gonna have to help me i'm gonna yeah. break down rude boy i've done the performance of my life i was reading it was about two pages yeah. but listen I had people in there, I had the choir sing. I said, they think Smiley's hard. I said, Smiley like tunes like, um, let me down easy, give. And the chorus just joined in, the choir just knew the song and they said, give me time. And so, and I was mentioning people, I said, stand up in the church, please. Gypsy Johnny gangster them. Yeah. And Gypsy Johnny stood up with his old self, you know what I mean? I said, them man, they didn't, when it came to their part. When, um, I said, his mum... You know what I mean? Used to cook for us. Da, 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 da. I said, Millie and Mikey. And I, you know, I, the eulogy was something else. Mm. And it's recorded. And Natara's trying to get hold of it now. Yeah. But my point is, it was a standing ovation. And I said, so that was my best performance ever. Mm-hmm. Even though it was real as real, yeah. it was still the best performance ever. It was a standing ovation. And someone said to me, that was... Most people was calm and said that's the best eulogy they've ever seen read. And some people said it was one of the best because, you know, the creds to, you know, and stuff. But, um, yeah, but it was unbelievable. Mm. I felt the passion of delivering. And because I was reading, there was no chance of me forgetting what I'm going to say because I had it reading. That's why it's such a good performance, I think. Yeah. At the the part now, we're all around the grave. They're they're burying him in the grave and um, they're singing the little songs and they're saying their things. Good thing I wrote character reference. Mm. Good thing. And Face learned it. Face is very clever. Because you quick. know the song, innit? Yeah. Face is a youth that learns things very quick. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he knew it all the way through. Yeah. Imagine that, seven minutes. So, so And then I said, you know what? I need to just pop around there and have a zigs and thing. Because it was getting enough. So yeah. I went around there and I thought, let me just chill for a minute. By the time I leave there and my name calling it, where's Asha, Asha? Yeah, Gasha. Come on, I thought, yeah. Oh, man. I walked back around. I said, do something, Asha. 
I don't know what I would have done, you know. And I drew a character reference and Face was standing next, a cappella yeah. by the grave. And then when I got to his songs, people would just join in on his song. So character reference, the track came in handy. And I said, I'm not writing no book and that. Yeah. And then when I first, I said, let me, I sat down one day and I, it just started happening because it was like, my mind was going everywhere. Yeah, and you need to let it out. I man. needed to let it out. Mm-hmm. And our story's a big story. So I started writing the book and it was called Character Reference wow. at first, yeah. Mm. And then by the time I wrote some of it, the, a, a guy came called um, Ricardo, Ricardo Wright. Mm. And Ricardo came to me, he was sent by Saxon because he wanted to um, do my side of the documentary for Saxon. Mm. See, when he came to see me, and I showed him what I'm doing. I showed him my computer, what I'm writing, because it wasn't in form yet. It was on computer. By the time he left, he weren't doing that documentary again. He was going to be the agent for my book. See. That's how much it rocked his world. Yeah. So he he gave me an encouragement to carry on, and I wrote it. And he took the first draft, because I thought I'd done enough writing. Remember, we was talking about writing. I'd done enough writing. And he went and printed the book and came back. I said, print the first demo. And it was so thin, like this one little thing, like a magazine. Yeah. I thought, no, 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 that can't work because it's yeah. about three months, four months. So after about a year and a half, that's when it became thing. I had to write it properly. I went in and wrote every night, bum, 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 right, and wrote that properly. Yeah. So you wrote and it all yourself. Wrote as well. it all myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, we got gave it to a, a professional proofreader that's after right. yeah. for them to just check. But I knew it was all right. I, I know my thing. You know what I mean? If I use a word that I don't understand, I'm going to understand it after because I'm going to research it. That's right. Yeah, and because we're putting time in. It's only when you rush things, you know, that you do things terribly wrong and put the wrong sentences in. Mm -hmm. I know my thing, you know. My mum made me have that, even though I ran from it when I was young. Later on in life, it came back, fortunately. Mm. So, yeah, and I wrote... But when we gave it to the proofreader and I went over Brighton and we sat at their house and we was there, me and the, the agent, mm. Ricardo. Um, oh, man. His name's in there, you know. I'd like to remember his name. It's so sad. When you get older, you know, names take longer to come back. I'm not even playing. Mm. But um, him and his wife, you know, they, the couple, they said, Asher, we read the book. It's brilliant. But it's not a smiley story. Mm. It's a you and smiley story. Yeah. You know what I mean? I said, what do you mean? They said... No, it's not a smile. It's you and Smiley. Yeah. And they said, you you need to name it either Smiley and I or Smiley and me. Yeah. And we sat there and, and debated for one and I chose Smiley and me over Smiley and I. Yeah. Smiley and I sounded too Englishy and thing. So Smiley and me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Is that, is that the hats as well that you're talking about? Yeah, they're the beaver hats. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm Amazing. Yeah, I'm Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. We had some beaver berries made off of them. Yeah, my hats look sick. They were sick at the time, you know. Yeah. That's what was happening. And this hats. picture is drawn by Peter King. Okay. He, that's a picture I gave him from back in the yeah. day, and he drew that. That's his drawing, wow. all the colouring of the gold. That's wow, him. That's He's sick. a genius that's when sick. it comes to painting and, and stuff like that. Yeah, man. So where can they find the book as well? Um, The book's off-market at the minute. I've done a limited edition. I okay. think we sold about seven, 800 quickly, bum, bum, ba-dim, boom, boom. Yeah. And I took it off-market for a minute. Okay. And just, you know, it wasn't a thing like... To really, uh, what if the people think I'm trying to make money out yeah, of Smiley's, Smiley's name or that, something? Yeah, nah, you know I mean, Smiley made a lot of money. You know? Exactly. Smiley made a lot of money, I have yeah. to admit. You know what I mean? He made a lot of money and he would never hide that from me. You say, Asha, look at my bank account. Yeah. Them times the bank was in the book when you had your bank. Checkbook on them. T- yeah, no, the a little, yeah, a book where the TSB, you open your book and it, they used to print how much oh, you got wow. in there in a book. And he used to say, look, 40 grand when he got that. You know mm. what I mean? Because you have to know, like, um, 
we done an advert for Radio One, just a radio advert, and that was forty grand. Do you know wow. what I mean? And that's when in the eighties. Come yeah. on, man. So you can imagine people how much people can get for adverts now yeah, if they got yeah. a proper team around them, make sure they get the right money. They get hundreds of grands for one advert. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's not a play, and they try to trick people and all this, but it's yeah. not a play thing. It's not a play. It's not a play thing. You get the right people behind you, you get, and you start getting popular. You will get your money. Yeah, they will give you because some people get afraid to ask. I I was like that. Yeah, you know, as I told you, Maxi Priest said to us back in the day. You can't charge five hundred and a grand. You're go done. You're gonna spoil the business. You're gonna finish the business. <laughs> now try and book Max for a show and see yeah. how much it is. Max is in Jamaica now. Living he's living, life. living life. Yeah. But them days he's like we're we're stu- we're extortioning the business. No, mm. that's what it was. And a promoter would pay that two hundred and fifty for me before the dance. Yeah. And when I come, you give me the other two hundred and fifty before but I go on stage. He's gonna make that back anyway. He's making triple dibble yeah, dibble. Man, he's gonna make that back. Yeah. Is it? On, How are you gonna? F- you can finish it nicely, innit? it? Yeah. You can end you can it charge nicely. It, you charge it and just end it. What's the time? Ah, uh, yeah, I need to go uh. to bed as well, you know. But yeah, uh, cool. Yeah, so I, 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 we can end it off, man. Um, I just want to quickly just um, ask you a few questions before we wrap it up, then. Yeah. Um, so obviously, my dad, yeah, I called him yesterday. You know, he's a big <laughs> fan of you, innit? So oh, like, bless. he just wanted to answer. Um, what is it? How early yeah, did you guys realise yeah, that like Saxon Sound was big and making money from the, the, the sound systems? Um, the time when I said when we went first time in North London. Oh, um, yeah. farm, farm. And I yeah. just done the first cool, line cool of, of my chorus and the place went mad without us making music. That is un- incredible. Yeah. Unheard of. That's when I noticed now this thing is getting big. Yeah. When you could go in Broadwater Farm, that hard place. Exactly, North and London the, at that time. Broadwater Farm. Yeah, and they're running there for us. And they're like, as soon as Saxon does, the sound turn on with all the lights Saxon used to have. Like, wherever everyone was, they used to come around Saxon like this in their yeah. area. And your sound, Unity or whoever, is over in that corner. Mm. And they swarm Saxon like this. Yeah. That's when I know. Mm-mm. And we used to stand up, me, Levi, Smiley, and we're standing up. Daddy Colonel was standing up like near the thing, yeah. and and my boys playing the first tune. You never will conquer Saxon. We're standing up, say who's first? Who's going on the mic first? And <laughs> where they're talking, and you know, man's rehearsing their thing, and you know what I mean. Mm. And then they say, "Cha," I said, "I say cha," and just go and grab the mic and just go first because if you go first, the place is going to be tremendous. Yeah. So that's how we first knew. Cool. And um, what was your relationship like with like Coxon Sound as well? Because obviously it was beautiful. Coxon was was I my know, you my know, daddy. Yeah. Blacker and them, Coxon was my daddy, and we checked mm. Coxon before Saxon. Okay. And that's why we would never, if you listen back to all the tapes, me and Smiley, and I say, no, we would never chat on Saxon when they played Coxon. Never, never. up to this day. See, never. Because like a guy against them. Yeah, not against our, our grain. Yeah. Um, and yeah, also another thing that he wanted to know, this is one more, yeah, he said, you guys, yeah, Saxon you, you, like, used to have lots of dub plates with all these big artists. Did mm. you, you used to pay for your dub plates? Yeah, Musselhead paid for them. Musselhead was yeah. the done for the dub plates. Yeah, okay. he would get them. Den- Dennis Rowe might get hold of the people, yeah. some of them, but Musselhead, that's what is his baby. That okay. was his thing to get the dubs and dubs and dubs. Yeah. yeah. So look at that, pups. Questions are answered as well. You get me? There you get it, pups. But yeah, yeah. man, um, Asha, big up, man. It was a powerful Bless interview Bless you for having me, man. Bless you. Thank you, man. Thank so you're you just, for just um, plugging your, uh, like, Code 7 or anything, yeah. any of the Code businesses. Seven. Code 7 LTD, you know, our website, www.code7.live. 
and you could get all the information on there. You could get our Instagram from there, our Facebook from there, because the Utes and run them thing there. I don't run them. I'm still old school, mm. but we have to have the up-to-date stuff. But the Ute them run it. We've got a different Ute on each social media platform. www.code7.live. Come on. And come on, if you're older, get your Utes involved. You know, we'll steer them into um, different mind mindsets. Thank you very much. Big up. So, rear and Fen. Blessed love. Man. Thank you, Ash. Blessed. Big up, man. Enough Big love. up, man. Let me fly a tiger. You learned something today? Yeah. <laughs> blessed, blessed. Rear knew some Ashton. of this already, but you, uh, you get yeah, some new stuff. Is, yeah. yeah. I even learned a lot. Oh, yeah. Bless. You learned something, Rear? Yeah. Oh, blessed. Yeah. Blessed. Oh, educated me, man. You showed me back in the day. It was different. It was I saw you on top of the box and I was like, no, Ash, I know it. <laughs> to the mosque in Brixton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Brixton and Brixton Hill. Okay, yeah. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.